Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Yes. Yeah, we back. Another glorious Monday. The only way. Happy September. My first time being on September. Happy September 6th. Happy Labor Day to everybody out there. A lot of people, a lot of hard work has been done over the past decade, century. So shout out to everybody that is putting work to make our country, our culture better. Labor Day. What does that even mean? You ever seen the origin of that, the story of it? No. It's a, it's a very interesting story. What's the, what's the origin? It was built by, it was based on African-Americans. Um, it's like a whole history lesson I was reading about earlier today. What does that mean? No. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. What's up? Oh, I forgot to bring my brother in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Yes, let me put the back call out that we are live. Right now, the market is closed, but Market Mondays is open. That's a fact. No days off. That's a fact. When you hustling. Earners, what's up? I see y'all piling in. What's going on? Yes. Tube, what's up? Yes. Earners, what's up? <laughs> EYL, what's up? Planes, what's up? I'll see you. I guess I missed the memo on the hat. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> Smoking on top five. <laughs> what's that? Compound, what's that? That's some of the brothers we met um, at Invest Fest. They got a okay. uh, a workout facility in LA. So shout oh, out to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Shout out to everybody it's not that a paid was paid ad. I'm just supporting. So <laughs> shout out to everybody yeah. that was Invest Fest at Invest Fest and everybody that woke up this weekend like, damn, we need to have another one this weekend. <laughs> yeah, a, lot of people, a lot of people was missing it. A lot of people still still charged up <laughs> off of that experience, man. So shout out to everybody that had merch. I got a lot of merch from yeah, Invest absolutely. Fest. So. Shout out to everybody once again. I was. I had to get another piece of luggage to bring it back. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was feeling it. Shout out to the painters and all that. Yeah, yeah. Don't we got to get that the joint that Grace had? Yeah, you got to get that to us. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to the city of Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. We had a show with the good brothers from Dope Shows. Shout out to Steph and Jamin, man. They doing some amazing things in the the concert uh, area uh, out in Philly, and uh, they brought us out. Um, to do a live show. So shout out to everybody that showed up. We had an amazing conversation. 
we learned some things. It was crazy. We had, obviously we had just come off of Invest Fest and they have been in this space. So we just asked some questions based on our experience of being in the the large event field for the first time. And so it was dope. We learned a lot. So shout out to them. And shout out to all the earners that ran up on us. Uh, we went to Made in America. That was crazy. Shout out to Shari yeah. Bryant, first and foremost, uh, for allowing us to get those passes. And Lindsay, shout out to you uh, for being connect. And big shout out to my boy, Reginald. He, <laughs> Reginald, shout out to you. Uh, he is an earner who uh, walked up on us and it got emotional, man. And um, it was it was one of those moments in life where you're like, wow, mm -hmm. you can actually feel and see the impact that you're making. So Ian, shout out to you. He mentioned your name. Um, it was it was a moment. So Reginald, hopefully hopefully you're watching. I know he's a student. Um, he's probably recovering from made in <laughs> made in America, yeah. but uh, hopefully he gets to see this man. Shout out to you, bro. Yeah, shout out to everybody in Philadelphia, man. That was a dope experience for us. Shout out to dope it was show. Like a movie. Shout out to Stefan Jameer. Yeah, that was dope. You know, we feel like rappers, man. But this is the first time Got usually it. we promote our own shows. We do our own mm -hmm. events. But this is the first time that promoters actually, um, you know, brought us in. And uh, yeah, it's like a rap. Well concert, played so. by them to get on the ground floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I drew, but that's yeah. smart. Yeah. I, I, I felt like I, I was talking to uh, him 500 and Wall Street Draft the other day. I'm like, I feel like this could be like a whole new genre of like you know events where it's like just like you bring a rapper in just like you bring a comedian in if you're a promoter you know what i mean you can you can bring ian dunlap into your city if the bag is right you can bring wall street trapper into your city and i think that is dope too because now what it does is that it it expands the the reach of how we look at financial literacy i mean like when we do shows now it's like all right this is entertainment mixed with education people are going to come out we could, you know, it's like you know, it just, spend, learn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sell, sell merch. Just, you know, it's the whole thing. So shout out to them. Really, really good, good dudes. We're gonna put that podcast out. Um, shout out to Dope Shows. Shout out to my man Spurgo. Yeah, who came through to support us. The young and legend. We also went to his store in North Philly. Patron. Shout out to my brother Wallow two six seven. That clip went viral. A couple of clips went viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> moment of silence. Yeah, Wallow, <laughs> Wallow, different man. He came in. So our dressing room, I felt it felt like a rap concert. We got a dressing room with you know Ooh. fish and rice, and you know we was just chilling. He came in, and I thought he was just going to say what's up, and he ended up giving us a TED talk, twenty minutes. Um, it's on it's on our YouTube channel, and he just was he had to get a lot of things off of his chest, man. But Wallow, man, just one of the great speakers of our generation. Um, Stay tuned. Just powerful. Yeah, powerful. I, I told Troy earlier. I think Walla will be ET for this generation. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. We, had, we had a spirited conversation, didn't we, Ian? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shout out to Marquise. Shout out to our boy Marquise, shout man. Shout out to Marquise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Marquise. Plug. The plug of all plugs. Shout out to the city of Philadelphia, period, fact. man. Shout out to Mitchell and Ness. We got so much love in Philly everywhere we went. North Philly, Center City, everywhere we went, everybody was just like showing us love. EYL, what's going on? What y'all need? Da, 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 da. So it was all love in Philadelphia. We was out there for four days. My first time in Philly in three years. Definitely will be back. I just, I can't even shout everybody out because I'm going to forget, but shout out to Philly, man. We really, yeah. really enjoyed ourselves. Shout out to the good people at Rock Nation for holding us down at uh, Made in America. Definitely did some research and development there. Um, and it was it was a dope experience. So yeah, we, we love to travel and um, hopefully, you know, we'll be traveling to a lot more cities in the coming months, coming year. Uh, some cities that we definitely have to travel to that we have not been to, Oakland. Absolutely. 
Toronto, Canada, mm-hmm. London. Um, I need to just mute out because I I want to say what. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm quiet. coming <laughs> soon. But yeah, man, if we haven't if we haven't been to your city yet, yeah. we will we will come to your city soon. Thank you for your support. We love you. We love you. True. We love you. Yeah, yeah. And and while while we're here, real quick, just want to say rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Yes, brilliant yeah, artist, brilliant brilliant actor, and uh, from what it looks in the past, or just watching his career, just an amazing uh, man. So. Rest in peace and, uh, you know, love and support out to his family. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, definitely, definitely. Shout out to him. Um, the Wire, Legendary, everybody knows about that. But, Boardwalk Empire. Uh, yeah, Boardwalk Empire. Humanitarian, love country. Humanitarian. He did a lot of work in the community. He was a, 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 a on the ground, like, you know, activist on the mm-hmm. ground, trying to stop gang violence, trying to stop, you know, young men from going to jail, killing each other. Um, very, very active in the community. So yeah. definitely a sad day, but, um, you know, none of us are in control of how long we stay on this earth. So we have to make sure that we make the most of the time that we have here. It's not, we cannot take it for granted. You never know when your, your number is going to be called. And, uh, the most important thing when you pass away is what people have um, thought about you and the impact that you left on other people's lives. So you know, that's something to think about. He, I'm sure he left a, a huge impact on mm-hmm. millions of people's lives. And that's something that we all strive to do. So yeah, yes, rest in peace. Absolutely. Yeah. And as a community, I want us to do better about this one thing. When a person passed, please don't ask what happened. As a family member, like shout out to his family, you know, Corey was tight with him. Like, man, I, I was crying, even texting Corey, like, yo, sorry. Like Mike has some incredible shit in the works. I mean, Lovecraft was great, but it's like, I want you guys to be my, I know we all may want to, but at the end of the day, when someone is gone, it does not matter why you don't get those moments back. That's why we tell you every week, please call somebody you love. Please. You never know. Um, but be mindful and tasteful. Um, cause he has family and friends and associates and people he's worked with that are watching. Just be mindful. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I love the condolences out to family, friends and, and uh, all the lives that he impacted again. And, uh, he truly will be missed. Um, so yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Um, so this week on Earn Your Leisure, we have a big, big week. Um, so it's called another one. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, the podcast with Ryan Leslie and Hill Harper. We can give you a snippet from InvestFest. We're gonna put that out. And that is a jam-packed session of gems, like an hour straight of gems talking about crypto, talking about stock investing, talking about hedge fund strategies. Mm-hmm. Ryan Leslie, I, you got, you got, this is Market Monday. So obviously <laughs> you guys are familiar with um, Hill Harper. He's been on a couple of times, but if you're not familiar with Ryan Leslie, oh my. Uh, man, you're going to be in for a very, very good treat. Can, can I say how proud of you I was, man? Appreciate it. Yeah, that, that's the first first episode that I, I um, was only one person. I did that by myself. Yo, it was crazy. We was like the whole time we was backstage, and obviously y'all know I wasn't feeling well, and I was trying to get Shadi ready, and he was like, "You not coming?" I'm like, "Yo, bro, I gotta listen to my body." He was like, "Damn!" So I got to watch him go up there, man. I I was just proud to watch him go and kill, and to see how it turned out. I was like, "This is incredible!" Like I get why everybody is like. Yo, I love Ernie Leisure because I'm watching it like a fan. Like, yo, my brother is yeah. killing it right now. So sh- shout out to you, man. You killed it. Appreciate it, man. I'm I'm not going single. The rumors get started. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna go single, man. But um, yeah, sh- so that comes out tomorrow. 
at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and all podcast outlets. And then Wednesday, we got a dope class about boat rentals. Ooh, that's gonna be crazy, man. That's something that for EYL University- How to make six figures in boat rentals. You know, we was thinking about getting a boat. We spent, we were spending a lot of time in Miami at one point. Interesting. And, um, you know, at one point we was doing a lot of yachts and we were thinking about <laughs> like so the crazy. other end, the other end of that, you exactly. know, you think it's really, it's, 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 it's a lucrative, it's a lucrative you just got, space. If, if yeah. you do it correctly, cause everybody yeah. says boats are a bad investment. It's like throwing money in a hole, but especially a place like Miami where people are going, spending 3000 to anywhere from like 10,000, depending on the size of the yacht for a day for a boat, somebody owns those boats. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can kind of do the math on that. If you on that, if you on that side of it, it could actually be a profitable business. So the boat yeah. industry is something that we actually thought about, and uh, we might. Who knows? We might. Yeah. We might end I'm up gonna do a birthday yacht party next year, so we need to talk about that. Oh yeah, yeah. very yeah. very important. Yeah. So our brother Rashad going brushes uh, with the class. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all right, um, let me do announcements real quick, and then we will yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, Stock club call tonight, of course, at nine p.m. Of course, join Stock Club, join crypto. Um, for those of you who didn't get a chance to get merch, if you've been a member for longer than a year, send me a message at Ian and join Red Panda. And when I do my next order, I'll get that out to you guys for free. And then the trading room will be back. Uh, we'll make an announcement next Monday. So maybe we can talk about the yeah, collaboration er- thing. But earners, real quick, uh, as far as EYL University, obviously tomorrow we got the real estate club side fire chat. We got the Wall Street uh, gossip club meeting. And then on Friday, Shout out to my brother Alistair who ran up on me uh, at InvestFest. He got something really big planned. He wants to sit down with us. It's going to be crazy. So earners on the chain, that is going to happen on Friday at 8, and then we got a book club on Sunday. Uh, but before we go any further, this episode of Market Mondays <laughs> is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider to both customers and communities. So get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on the things that matter to you. Shout out to the good team at Ally. Shout out to our folks at United Matches as well. Those are our people over there. Absolutely. All right. And our disclaimer. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise, please do your own research. This is a message brought to you by the good folks at Ernie Leisure and the good brother Ian Dunlap, a.k.a. Tupac, two stock Shakur, a.k.a. Trey Hilver, a.k.a. the master investor. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate you. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> 4283 for Ally, if it gets there, it'd be a, good, uh, be a good entry. I'm not just saying that because they are a sponsor. You guys know I've been with them for like 11 years now. 4283 would not be a bad spot for a long-term hold. So let's go. Trying to start with value right off top. Yeah, it is. Let's get it. You got the floor. Uh, you the co-host now. Um, no, I'm yeah, we, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, we, okay, we, okay, we'll okay. Get right yeah. into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, all right. So everybody has heard me speak about, and all of us speak about, um, QQQ for mm-hmm. a while, but um, TQQQ is mm-hmm. um something that um we I think we have spoke about it before, but. It's something that's very interesting. If you look at his charts, because everybody always asks, you know, what's a good investment, things of that nature. And um, this is one of the hottest ETFs on the market right now, TQQQ. Um, so Ian, you want to talk about TQQQ? Is, T, is TQQQ 
I'm yes. asking this question for the public. Is TQQQ the same as QQQ? What is the difference from TQQQ from QQQ? Um, the difference is it's triple leverage. So I want to be very clear. This is not a one that you should have in your primary four. But after you have your base of four, this is what I call an all-star that you can add. So um, it's one of the ones that I gave in Stock Club last year. If you guys have done well, would it put yes in chat? But if you look at the numbers, 2013, it was up 140%. 2015, 17%, 2017, 118%, 2019, 134%, 2020, 110, 2021, 60%. Since inception, 16,730. So when you guys are like, hey, I want something that goes to the moon, there's usually products in the S&P 500 or the Qs that will go to the moon that are safe. I'm telling you, do not buy them at the top. It's a horrible investment if you're buying them when the market is at all-time highs, but if we crash, or let's say China finally takes us over, or there's some big fallout uh, from this Afghanistan thing, or there's another variant that actually shuts the country down, and we bottom out, TQQQ is a good one to add. I will probably only do maybe 15% max of my portfolio into it, but for those that have been in it, in the stock club, like some people are up 200, 300% in a long-term investment. So um, do your research on it. It is a little bit riskier. The drawdown is very heavy. So if you catch it at the top, it may drop down 55%. Don't want that. Wait for a bottom or wait for an entry that I'll call here on Market Mondays. But it is a sleeper that most people don't talk about. And if the market has an inclination to go up for long periods of time, especially over a five or 10 year period, I don't know why people would prefer to do certain asset classes when you have something like this where you can ride it for the long term and get the same kind of returns that you can get from actually trading. Even for those in the futures program, I'm like, do TECL and TQQ first and then trade because the longer you have your money in the market, the better you'll do. So that's a hidden gem I don't think enough people are talking about. When you say triple leverage, for anybody that doesn't know what that, what, what does that mean? Um, so it speeds up, uh, it goes triple the speed of a normal, let's say QQQ. But the problem with that, if you get into it at the bad, at a bad price, it would drop three times faster than a normal asset as well. So that's why I say I wouldn't do it in my top four, but maybe fifth, sixth or seventh. Like if Tesla is not giving you the gains that you want, I told everybody in Stock Club, like T triple Q or TECL or something that you can add if you want an accelerator. So you want your four safe ones and even Microsoft and Apple up like 21% for the year. Right. Then on the back end, you want the ones that can go, you know, to the moon hypothetically for you. Um, add that those fifth or sixth, and then those can bo uh, bolster your gains in your portfolio. Yeah, and when we when we talk about long term, if you look at the five year performance on it, I mean, one thousand three hundred and seventy four percent. Stupid. <laughs> like you're talking like ridiculous numbers. Even the three year performance is up three hundred and twenty percent, yeah. and on the on the one year is one hundred and five, and so these are things like these type of percentages are not normal. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I feel like we've, we've been jaded over the past 12 months with, with the type of returns we've been seeing. These are not average yes. things that are happening. And so had you been listening to in market Mondays early on, like you're, the return is out of this world. And the holdings Ridiculous. are like, if you look at the holdings, yeah. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Facebook. I mean, what else, what else would you want? Yeah. It's, it's, it's QQQ on speed. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yeah. It's on speed. So it uh, it's like what it's like listening to some a podcast accelerated. You know, you have that option. You can listen to it quicker. So yeah, as you, as he said, um, it's something that obviously QQQ has done well. So this is just going to do even better because yeah. it's accelerated. But on the downside, 
if it drops, it's gonna drop harder. Another strategy is to actually layer it. Like if you have the regular QQQ, and then you can have this also mm -hmm. as a portion, if you wanted to just risk, you know, have a little bit more risk involved, um, that's something that you can do as well. So, you know, you can kind of still play the, the fast lane while still staying in the, you know, the regular lane as well. Yeah, we, we, some things are for freshmen, some things are for live men. This is more for like a live man. Right, like you have a little yeah. bit of experience if you're going to be in that one. Yeah, I want to be on the record. Trading and investing has considerable <laughs> risk. Tell them, please. Please only do this if you have your core four, two index, two tech. Then is your fifth play. Like T Triple Q is like Westbrook. Yeah, like it's, it's going to go. Yeah, it's going to go full <laughs> speed every possession. Some games it works. Some some days it doesn't. Before those of us that have had it for a period of time, like in twenty. 20 in May, the price of it was 25, 25, 29 bucks. This is at 151 right now. So when people are like, well, the two tech, two index thing does not work, I'm like, it's not true. Like this last two years has proven that. But if you look over history, if you pair two slower performing stocks or ETFs with two faster ones, the gains are going to be great. And then the two slower ones, like the S&P 500 or Dow, they would be your hedges anyway. So when the market drops, you have exposure to everything else. So, and the second one I mentioned is TECO. It's too high right now, don't touch it now. But if it drops, that's another one that you can add that is an accelerator. So I know everyone thinks that every index and ETF is like Tim Duncan slow. No, you have some ones that are outperforming a lot of crypto. Um, and those, for those of you that are like trading, if you want to make money easily and still get the high from trading, but have a long-term investment, triple Q is, is a great one. So, yeah. 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 That's a gym for sure. Especially long-term. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's all, a, it's all of the technology stocks. So, I mean, what's the odds of it really being negative long-term? So mm -hmm. that's kind of like a cheat code for long-term accelerated growth. That's people always say like, well, I don't have time, uh, for 20% or 40%. <laughs> Or four hundred percent. So, oh man, maybe a thousand percent. Will that make you happy? Maybe <laughs> that could that awesome. could do some, that can do some things. That could do some damage. So yeah, that's a gem right there. Um, okay. So coming off of last week's episode, uh, it was crazy because uh, you guys, you and Trav talked about Zoom and um, very bearish on Zoom and. Then they dropped, I think the day after. Yeah. Um, they had a slight recovery the day after that drop, but um, Zoom. And you know, we're talking about Microsoft Teams and how Microsoft Teams is probably a more efficient way to do these um these video conference calls. Ironically enough, we are on Zoom. So please, Zoom, mm -hmm. do not do not cut us keep off. Us, keep us here. Keep us here. Please keep us here. <laughs> I know they'll be like, we'll fix you. Go to teams then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't cut us off. Yes. Zoom. Uh um, we love you. Yes. And so, but all right. So Zoom. Let's double down on this. Since, like I said, it was yeah. it was very fitting that it fell um the the, the day after that. Yeah. The, the, I mean, I think the, the question was like, is it is this the time that Zoom is now going to pull back and so we saw it drop 11 percent, and then the after hours was showing that it's going to pull back and it dropped another 14. but is that also a indicator of just the space in general um kids are going back to school mm -hmm. right even though COVID is still flaring up kid, at least in new york like they're going back to school mm -hmm. um people are starting to go back to work 
So could this be a combination of just that space in general might just be coming down a little bit? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sure if the space is coming down. I feel like people, this is now going to be a part of the everyday work life. Um, I, I feel like companies are going to have to readjust and obviously having a communication system like Zoom or Teams or Google Meet will be a part of the everyday life. And even for students now, right? Like in New York, they told these kids there's no snow day, right? So like if there's no school, they're still going to school. It's just going to be virtually. And oh, so, they, they implemented that? Yeah. They, when? This year? Yeah. For some district. New York City, I know. And um, some school districts here in Westchester. So it's like they're still going to be in school. It's just going to be what platform are they going to be choosing? Whatever platform that is for the for kids is going to be like, all right. But it's that's still one, that might be one to be you know, doing it every single day. That's true too. Doing it, and, that, know, and that, a, that's 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 kind of why there was a pullback, right? Because the future guidance was like, how sustainable is this? The numbers have run up so far, and those factors that you're talk saying. about talk about guidance. Yeah, so future guidance is to say like, this is what they've made in this quarter. Here's what they're looking like for the next few the next quarter, right? And so if the future guidance is showing that they're they're not going to be able to keep up with this pace of growth, then investors are saying, well, okay. Well, why maybe should why should I have to keep investing yeah. at this point? So that's very important for people to understand. Let's have a little breakdown of this. So stocks, they have earning reports, which, mm -hmm. you, which you talk about every week at mm -hmm. nine o'clock. The earnings reports are their earnings for the quarter. For the quarter, yeah. For the quarter, right? Uh, everybody knows about that, but not a lot of people know about the guidance. Now, companies don't have to issue guidance. Apple, like Apple doesn't. It's Apple hasn't for the last couple quarters. It's optional. Right. But a lot of companies issue guidance. Mm -hmm. Which, which like a kind of projection of what's going on in the future, right? Right. How important? Do you look at guidance? Uh, I look at it for some companies, right? So Apple hasn't released their guidance in a few quarters, but we know what Apple's coming, right? Where we can see the reports of the things and the innovation that's on its way. Some companies need to give that guidance because it gives the confidence, right? All right, well, we, I know you guys have been investing, but here's what else we have coming. This is the, the profit margin that we're making. Here's a, you know, our P&E ratios for the next quarter. So Ian has been froze. Zoom. Oh, Zoom. Zoom. That's what you, you cannot. <laughs> oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. I'm back. <laughs> Yo, I was like, that's the longest. Like, see? <laughs> Yo, you and Trap Yo, said it was going to And let's drop you. Yo, that was the Go. longest sip ever. I was like, damn. They froze him. <laughs> They froze. Man, Zoom, I'm sorry. Um, no, we we getting off the topic. I'm no, sorry. But the, I yeah, so it depends on on the company. If I'm looking at the future guidance, Ian, do you, do you? I mean, how how do you view it when you do? I mean, I know you're not big on earnings, but when yeah. a company offers its future guidance and doesn't, is there pros and cons to it from from your standpoint? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the peak of Zoom was at 588. The peak of Tesla was at 900. Does anybody think that Zoom was? close to half as valuable as Tesla. No, people are, are going back to work. Kids are going back to school. Like Xander's back in, in school physically. People are tired of Zoom meetings. Um, I think they had a great year. 189.06, if it gets to that area, I'll be happy. Because uh, every, and Bottom talked about it, you guys should go listen to this episode. There is a range that a stock should stay between. Mm -hmm. Zoom is a $55 to 193 dollar stock when it got to 588 i'm like i understand same with clorox i understand the utility at the time but can you hold that over time and i always get concerned if a company gets too hot too fast it's like an artist they have a, an incredible single but the album takes five months to come out i'm like you wasn't prepared for this boom so i i love this the ceo i love the founder i love the story how i came up with the idea but the growth was a little bit too rapid 
wait for 189 and some change. And I think it goes to the power of when Trap and I are like, you know, super excited about a company or or a statement or a thesis, you guys can pretty much bet your, your dollar on it. Bazoom, please keep me connected. I love you dearly. Next topic, next topic. That was crazy. That had me uh, in a matrix yes. on an ethernet cord. <laughs> I'm like, maybe you got like a, a sponsorship with this coffee company or something. Like, <laughs> held the pose. That was great. Like the, the mannequin challenge. Man. Remember that? Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me ask you this. So um, the top stocks hedge funds are shorting and your thoughts on which ones are good? Yeah, I mean, they're saying they want to short Tesla and Home Depot. Like Tesla is great. Home Depot is great. Um, if you look at Archer, I don't like Archer a hell of a lot, but there, I want you guys to realize there's a difference between shorting a stock for a short period say a quarter versus it being a bad bet. So a lot of times like people were sending me this article and they were like, Hey, are these stocks no longer good? And I'm like, you don't know what the agenda behind the hedge fund is, whether it is to move the market or just to get gains for that quarter to offset whatever previous losses that they had. But they had Tesla on there. I don't like IBM. I think IBM has no competitive advantage. But when, when I saw Tesla and Home Depot on there, I was like, guys are reaching. Well, it's a good trade, but there's a difference between a good trade and a good long-term investment. I think Tesla is still strong. Of course, Home Depot is still strong, will be for a long time. But most of the ones, if you guys actually saw the article, half of the companies were were good. Yeah, I think that's extremely important to understand too, that your, you can't base your investment philosophy based off of somebody else because you don't know that even like when the Michael Burry news came out that he uh, shorted ARC. Mm-hmm. You don't know the, the motives behind that, and you don't know the time frame. It's like a lot of different things going yeah. to play. So yeah. if you have arc long term, even if he shorted it for a quarter, or even a year, like you know, if it's if, if you have a five, one of the things that Ryan Leslie said um, on the episode that comes out tomorrow, I'm not going to give too much away, but he Good said segue. he said his he said his investment philosophy is 20 year hold. That's his that's his investment philosophy, 20 year hold. And we went on and had a very detailed conversation. And a lot of the things that he that he said is uh, things that we've talked about um, on Market Mondays as far as the, not having more than a couple of different stocks in your portfolio, long term, only look at it for a 20 year time frame for every investment that he gets in. Talked about an amazing story with Apple stock. So, um, yeah, you know, he and, also no, go ahead. He also said that he was definitely wanted to come on Market Monday. So that's a fact. Yeah, I just want to add real quick before you go in. It it, uh, it was like by the time it by the time we get the news or something like every time I feel like when Michael Burry does something, it's like we hear about it eight eight to nine months after he's done yeah. it, right? So if people are reading it and saying, "Oh, I want to follow that plan," it's like, no, you're already late to the game. He's already done it and probably has made significant amount on it. It's winded down a position, yep. right? Why why would they even make news about it? So we got to be very wary and very like cognizant of what we're doing. And I think that's what the class is on tomorrow. Shout out to, to uh, uh, Duncan, who's teaching our, our, our Wall Street class tomorrow is about finding out your investment strategy. Like even what we say, like, yeah, it's great. It's great information and you can use it and apply it, but everybody's gonna have to create their own investment strategy that works for them, right? Find out what you're investing in now. Um, so that, that's just another thing before you go. Okay. I would just say, if you guys aren't willing to hold for 20 years, you're wasting your time. I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, and I know people don't want to hear it, but there's a reason that 20 year benchmark is so key. 
and go, I won't tell Ryan's whole story. We can probably make the case next to Diddy. Ryan is probably the richest artist to ever be a part of Bad Boy because of investing. Yeah. Like easily, that is like that the shout out to the locks. Love y'all David Styles P. Thank you. <laughs> Panda Anthem coming soon. But like I could even when we talked about it last year, five million dollars into Apple in 2001 for Rockefeller Records and cash money will be 2.5 billion. I could argue Jay and Dane would still be friends had they made investment <laughs> decisions. And if Dame toned down a little bit, I get it, brother. I get it. But, you know, we, we got to be kind, right? We got to tame some of the light-skinned, fiery energy sometimes, right? Um, but the way he was able to navigate, and then even with the community, like, we, we can be honest. Like, a lot of companies just ripped off Ryan's ideas in the tech space, or they leveraged them for their own benefit. The 20-year period, because what, whatever age you are now, even if you're 50, at 70, you're going to need more money. And now because of technology and AI and everything speeding up, competitive advantage is gonna be harder and harder and harder to come by. So you have to have these assets working for you. And what I don't want to happen is in 15 years, you were like, damn, I should have listened to you. You was giving us all a game and Apple was at 220, now it's at 1400. And now because I, I fear because people don't wanna work, at some point the employers are gonna want their revenge. And they're gonna say, well, you guys didn't wanna work. You wouldn't show up, you were quitting. So we figured out a way how to automate everything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. The first company that figures out a way how to automate marketing, social media, accounting, legal, and competitive edge, they're going to destroy the planet. And it's not that far away. It is not that, like, they have AI copywriters now, AI ad posters. Like, we're getting close to where they're going to try and push us out of even needing to apply for jobs so be mindful of that but yeah, yeah. that company years. that company could be here now I'm just saying. <laughs> right you never know <laughs> they could be here now it's it, it you know what i mean that there's companies who have an advantage in that space right if we talk yeah. about marketing like who, who has a bigger advantage than google right now right like their their base like if you look at their last quarter of their earnings look at what the what money came in from advertising mm -hmm. it's ridiculous and they right. haven't penetrated as deeply as they can. Like, not they're yet. not big in a podcast. Hey, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Big we long, a, we got to get uh, to Jesus Christ. Hold on, pull this out. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a pause moment. We, if there are women and children that are watching, we like to your old tech company punches. <laughs> you point, y'all going to come, y'all going to do the big long segment. <laughs> now we're going to chop this up. Mike, we got this later. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. <laughs> Put like some sexy music. And I got the lights too. Yeah, we're gonna save that for the market Mondays <laughs> after dark. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, let's get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you play, keep playing with Zoom, bro. We are gonna get kicked. Uh, <laughs> man, oh baby. To next, next topic, please. No, we just having fun. We just having fun, y'all. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> uh, Troy. So Troy, Troy, you was talking about today that you sent me an article, yeah. an article that was interesting. That um, everybody knows how I feel about these chip um stocks, semiconductors. Yes. Yep. And um, you know, been very vocal about a lot of them. And but you were saying that a lot of these tech companies. You sent the article. A lot of these tech companies are starting to explore uh, doing it themselves or at least a portion mm -hmm. of it themselves um, yeah. so that's interesting because in my brain 
that would hurt the the industry that's been doing extremely well. Right. SMH been on fire. Um, you know, the, the Taiwan Semiconductor, AMD, all of these uh, have done extremely well for, you know, the last five, 10 years. So what's what's the deal with that? Yeah, so obviously, and even in November, I think on Market Mondays, we talked about, and it's happened already with Apple making their own M1 chip. They put it in the new iPad. They put it in the new uh, MacBook. So they've made their own chip. Uh, Tesla announced that they're going to be making their own chip, the Dojo chip. Uh, Baidu, which is a the Chinese version of Google, has made their own chip. We just put up a post last week about Google creating their own chip, um, and Amazon working on something. Um, so it's interesting, right? If, and I thought the same thing as you. I'm like, wait, if they start making their own chip, some of these companies are gonna get pulled back. But what they're gonna do? They're making their chips, but the key is who's manufacturing the chip, right? Because to inv to invest in that is 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 gonna be the key, right? Because to create a factory that has manufacturing is like a I think like $15 billion operation yeah, like 10 billion. Yeah, and it takes like yeah. seven years to do it. So they don't have that type of time. Right. Right. So, cause business moves every day. And so the manufacturing piece is going to be key. And so who's the number one manufacturer of the chips TSM, right. Or Intel, right. I, right now I, I give the nod to TSM in that category. So that's a company obviously with the chip shortage that we've said this so many times. I love TSM. I love TSM. When companies need to have manufacturing, which is going to be on a high demand since there is a shortage, I want to find a person that's manufacturing it. So, I, but I, I dug a little deeper into the research, right? And so I keep hearing, we keep hearing chip shortage, keep hearing chip shortage. What is the problem? And so I think Wall Street Journal, it might've been Wall Street Journal, I'll put the article in the chat. They wrote a very good article explaining what happened. And so there's a piece inside of these ships called the substrate, right? So the, the sub, what? The what? it's called a substrate, right? S-U-B-S. T-R-A-T-E. So when I'm like, yo, do your research, like I really was reading this all weekend. I'm like, damn, oh, I get it. And so the substrate is pretty much what connects the chips to communicate with each other. And so they've been having a problem producing those. And so this is interesting because substrates are something that people don't really invest in. Even if you look now that the people that produce and even in the article, it's like three companies, but they're, they're all in Southeast Asia, not heavily invested in because it's not a lot of money until now, right? Before it was like, we can get these ships. It's cool. We put it in all our devices. It's nothing. Now there's a shortage, you know, so now the substrate demand is about to go up. And so now even me, I'm looking at it like- So who makes the substrates? So there's like three companies that they list in the article. Uh, I think one of them is uh, Samsung Materials. It's not actually Samsung, the company, it's like Samsung Materials. I, I'll post it, the article so we can see it. But these are the type of things that we, I'm looking into now. It's like, all right, well, all right. So substrates is what helps the chips communicate. That's how, that's the piece that's keeping this as a shortage. There's a low supply in it right now. Who's gonna be making that? And so like that, you know, like we, we talked about it with Trap last week, like when somebody's digging for gold, we got to find the shovels. I'm looking into those type of things. And so now they might be the, the, the piece that becomes in demand. But again, who's going to manufacture? And so if we look at it from that standpoint, I still like companies like Taiwan Semiconductor because they already have the infrastructure to manufacture. Ian, your thoughts? We shouldn't even do a follow-up. You killed that. <laughs> 39 off the bench and, and four possessions. You killed that. I agree a thousand percent. That's yeah, every all the earners are going crazy. Troy teaching. Yep. I have nothing to add. Might cut all my parts out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was like yeah. seriously. So like we talk about researching, um, and I'll try to put it in YouTube, man. I'll try to put these are the things that we should be really researching, right? Like we keep hearing strip choice, and we you know we love SMH. SMH yeah. has done a lot for us. Praise. We're gonna thank God for SMH. But if we keep hearing shortage, right? Then this could hurt our industry, hit the industry, right? Or hurt our ETF. And we don't we don't need that. So yeah. let's find other ways that we can invest in, in, and make 
a bad situation or a dim situation, right? Because now it started out by saying it would last half of 22. Now there's talk that it might last to 2025. What, the chip yeah. shortage? The chip shortage, yeah. right. Because the automakers are like, listen, we can't produce they're, the cars. The automakers are hurting. They're, they're yeah. getting killed. If you look at who, some, who, who reported last week, was it Ford? One of the, one of the sure. automakers reported yeah. and it was just like, they took a hit because they don't have the, they can't get the chips in the cars fast enough to sell them. And so knowing those things, we just got to dive a little bit deeper into the research and say, all right, well, this is something that we could look into. I'm going to post the article so everybody can have it as well. Shout out to uh, Wall Street Journal. It was, it was a great article. Also, in, in every shortage or in every crisis, there's an immense opportunity. And the true goal of every company is to have a, a monopoly. So AMD, TSM will still be fine. Keep your eye on Apple and Google and see what they come up with. Also, Amazon with web services. That's why I always tell you guys, you got to invest in companies that have a bunch of cash in case if a crisis comes about. And these are plant, like I put it in stock club yesterday. Notice 2020 health crisis, 1920 Spanish flu health crisis, 1820. What health crisis came about? Put it in chat. 1720. These are changing of the guard. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Do your research study. Every time these economic resets happen, they lead to a new wave of companies that normally die off and then some will blossom and do well over the next 40 or 50 years. So be prepared. Go, that's why I say go do your research and go. When I was telling y'all Culture Hacks for Everybody Listening by Richard Conrad, go read this book. When I tell you guys to go study and when Troy said he studies, he's every time I call him, I'm like, bro, what you read and looking at? Once you study what happens over a hundred year business cycle, you can almost time. Oil came in, it was a dominant force and dominant resource after something else left. These things happen. If you go look at those business cycles and tie it all together, you'll have your blueprint. All the answers are there, I promise you. That's a book Culture tip. Hacks. That's a book tip, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna get you another one in the earnings report. Um, YouTube, please hit the like button. 4,100 people on YouTube. Hit the like button. Yeah. Don't forget. Um, okay. So, okay. So the most highs for the S&P 500 over the last hundred years, uh -huh. this is interesting. The most was 1995. It was 77 new highs that was hit that year. The next was 2017 with 62. The next was 1964 with 62. The next was 1928 with 59. And the next, the fifth, is 2021 with 54, but we still have three months left. So what that means is that we, ha we have hit record highs in the S&P 500 54 times mm -hmm. this year, and there is still three months left. So it's already at number five. This is already the number fifth year ever for most highs hit. Um, what, do we, what do we make of that? <laughs> this is the first time I read some information that scared me. Mm -hmm. um, if, it, if it matches or surpasses 1929, it comes back to what I said, maybe in 23, we'll have a slight drop, um, but 27 would be pretty harsh. Um, and if you look at what, what happened post-1964 and post-1995, 95 kind of ushered in that tech wave, and then it was great until it wasn't, and the crashes were immense. So the plan is the same. Mark off your prices at which you
There he goes. Damn. Caught him in the matrix. Whew. But yes. <laughs> so much go on. Yes. Yeah, but, you know, you know what also has had a, a number of the Nasdaq as well. Yes. So the Nasdaq has hit 32 all-time highs. And that's something big for us because it's like, you know, we've always talked about how we invest in tech and we love tech. But Dean's right. Like when I hear them say that number, I'm like, all right, we know that. Not that we know, but at some point, gravity always tells us something goes up. It's going to peel back. He's back. You back? Zoom. Whatever I said. <laughs> I apologize. Yo, we're not doing no more Zoom. <laughs> to the moon. Bro. I love y'all. Peace. Stop. <laughs> Zoom. CEO of Zoom. Come on, Market Money. He's like, oh, okay, yes, please. I owe you a sincere apology, my brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nah, but I hate WebEx. <laughs> but what what were you what were you saying before you before you got disconnected? You said that um it, it was kind of making you a little cautious. Yeah, it makes me nervous because if we reach nineteen twenty eight levels, then it goes right into because if, if Corona doesn't slow down and the quantitative easing is so high and we go up this fast, we're going to end up having a hard correction in twenty seven. That's when I think we'll have a really hard crash. But twenty twenty three could be pretty rocky as well. I mean, in 1995, that led in the, the dot-com wave, like 96 was when things started to take off. 2000 came and we had a hard crash, 2000, 2001, and it started a cycle. So we got to be very mindful. Like if we cross 59 record highs for the year, next year could be pretty tough, potentially. So mm, be, yeah. be careful. We want slow and gradual gains, not right. rapid gains. So. Yeah, when you got froze, I was I was just saying that the Nasdaq has hit 32 record highs as well. And so again, I mean, I listened to those that type of report with with some caution, right? Because like you said, when we slow and steady it, it is gonna be way better than this type of rapid growth with no type of pullback or slight correction. Yes. Okay, let's talk about something that we love. Uh hip hop music. Um, shout out to Drake, certified lover boy. Hit the streets. It's heavy in the streets right now. Shout out to Kanye West, Donda. Um, monumental epic situation that he put together, that whole the plan. So usually we talk about hip hop at the tail end of the show, but we're going to tie this in with uh, business and investing. So uh, Ian, you know, you were speaking and you were saying that it kind of reminds you of Microsoft and Apple back in the day. People don't know that um, they actually had a lot of bad blood. Um, and it was mainly, from my understanding, I read Steve Jobs' book. He, Steve Jobs felt that um, Bill Gates was um, kind of a biter, like he was biting and he wasn't, you know, he didn't have the same brain as Steve Jobs had as far as being an innovator and putting things together. And he really had a lot of resentment for Microsoft. And it was a lot of bad blood. They wrote, he wrote a letter, which actually just got published recently. Um, but there's a lot of lessons as far as the marketing, especially on Apple's side. Um, you yes. got to realize Apple was the underdog in the whole situation. They wasn't, always as, they wasn't always as big as they are now. Um, but they have one of the, probably the next to Nike, I think you can make an argument, Apple or Nike, who has the best marketing and branding and they're kind of neck and neck. Yeah. Um, and this is something that we have seen with both these gentlemen, Kanye West and, uh, Drake. So how do we take lessons from the Kanye West Drake situation and apply it to Apple, Microsoft stock market investor? Yeah. The thing is with Steve and Bill, they have a tumultuous relationship, but people forget that. Bill Gates saved Apple. 
And he That's owned 15% of Apple for a long period of time. One lesson in that, I mean, we can argue who was the better entrepreneur. I always say Gates is the better entrepreneur and Jobs is the better innovator. But when you have your competition on the ropes, I argue that Gates should have let Apple, Apple die because you can save your competition and it can end up being the biggest pain. Like you would think that Apple would be thankful that they saved, they got saved by Microsoft and Gates, but it only led to more turmoil. As far as Drake and Kanye, I think it's a classic example of when you choose to compete over collaborate, things always don't go well. And then when you have an artist that is not into the writing process or the actual creative process as much, you're going to have somebody pass you up. Which one, um, which one is not, which one is not into the writing process? Be, be very mindful <laughs> that we have a lot I of mean, people who I, I, Kudos to, I think everyone knows, I'm from the Midwest. Like I, I listened to Power 92 since I was a kid. I remember when nobody was rocking with Kanye and a go-getter. So like to see where he's grown into, but he's not as passionate about the writing process you can tell anymore. And I think once you, and that's why I always tell everyone, focus on your main thing. Because if not, you're going to have someone who wants your edge. I know for me, even when I did my performance at InvestFest, I knew there was going to be a kid to be like, hey, I want Ian's spot. I had to put on the show to keep my spot. Because there's some kid who's 22 right now who's going to get 3,000% return. You're going to be like, Troy, let me perform. So performance has to be tight and returns. I think Kanye let up on his main thing and focused so much. And I get it with Gap, Yeezy, the other brands that he's building. But when you then try to go back and compete, like how you did with 50 in 2007 against Drake, which is great marketing on both of their ends, um, it can put you in a bad position. I think the album could have been better. But from a stocks perspective, when you have a company like Nikola or any company that does not focus on one main thing very well, it leads to subpar uh, results. So... Yeah, we had this debate all weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it's, it, rush. It, it, it's very, it's very, it's very comparable when you think about it. Um, because I, I felt like in the, the conversation we were having, it was just like I feel like Kanye has a grip on culture, right? Mm-hmm. And on the music side, I think Drake has a grip on that, right? Because like at the drop of a dime, he shifts it, right? Like, yo, I'm going to perform in the stadium and not say a word. And then which I'm gonna is do- incredible. <laughs> and then I'm going to do it the next week. And then I'm going to do it in Chicago. And I'm not going to say a word. And then I'm going to drop surprise gap releases of my merch. Right. Mm-hmm. So like from that standpoint, he has his, his, his thumbprint on culture and he can move it. And for, on the music side, I feel like he's envious of that. Like he wants what Drake has as far as music mm-hmm. because he once had it. He once was that guy. And it's kind of like when, when you think about it, it's like Apple and Microsoft. Like, yeah, Apple's sexy, but Microsoft always gets the job done. Yeah, It always has. It's dominant it always, in a workspace. Yeah, it, 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 it dominates in that space. And so you could kind of compare it to like the culture, like Kanye has that, there's no denying it, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason why the Yeezy brand takes off the way it does. There's a reason why Gap stock has, has risen. Yeah, right? he's a multiplier for sure. Because oh, he's absolutely. there, right? Even on the album, he like references himself to being worth 9 billion. Mm-hmm. He, had, he has that, but I think the piece that he wants is that attention for having that musical impact and being in the quote unquote Drake era. Um, but it is what it is, man. There's a sec, there's, there's they both get the job done. I think Puff went on live today and he was just like, yo, we both, we all won. One thing I, one thing for a business lesson for our entrepreneurs, I spoke about this with John Henry when he, we did the um, podcast with him, the, the four part series podcast that we did with him, um, is that one thing that Kanye and Drake do that Apple and Nike do, if you really think about it, 
you you've seen a bunch of Nike ads, you've seen a bunch of Apple ads, you've never seen them sell anything. Mm-hmm. You really think about it. You never any Nike ad. It's just like culture. It's like Tiger Woods, his father, Michael Jordan. It's just an it's iconic. An it's an iconic yeah. moment. Yeah. Same thing with Apple. It's just iconic moments. Yeah, the product becomes a lot. So thing. even like when you see Drake with these billboards in, in different cities, Kanye doing, you know, what Kanye does, setting himself on fire, um, cutting the lights out, moving into Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It's, it's not like my album is 1099, 50% off by this album. Like, you know, you never really, it's just, you never see them sell anything. Mm-hmm. It's just bigger than life moments. And then the product is going to sell itself. Right. Right, the, product. the product has to deliver. Like yeah. Kanye probably had one of the best rollouts I've seen ever in history. But I, that's what I'm saying. I think we both win though, right? Like we all win, yeah. right? Because we got to see Ye's rollout and Drake's rollout and they were both great. You see what I'm saying? Like we can yeah. learn from that, right? Like we should celebrate both. I think that's the genius in it. I, I, like they're not realizing it because I feel like, yeah, there's, there's a competitive edge there and one person wants to take the other person. I think Charlamagne said he feels like they're envious of each other. I kind of agree with him in they that are, sense. It's but, bad blood there. Yeah, but we can, but we get to see the brilliance in the market and it's like, oh, wow, what can we take from this? You know what I mean? Shout out. And you're right. That's right. Like they don't sell, the product becomes the byproduct. You, don't, you never see them selling. Yeah, the, right? You don't see them selling anything. The music, it, doesn't, it didn't even matter what, how the album sounded. They already had it in our brains. It's, like this is the biggest yeah. moment of this week and maybe of the year. It's already yeah. sold. Right. Shout out yeah. to both of them, man. Closing remarks. Amazing. Man. Yeah. They're both in my top five of all time. No, Drake said he's top three. They're Drake, both in your top five all time? Yeah. They're both in my top five. They can't, you can't, you can't deny either one of them. They're both in my top five. I think- You got uh, Big J, who, I Kanye? Nas, Jay-Z, Kanye West, Drake. The fifth one is always tough for me. You can go with- You gotta, you know, you, you gotta put Tupac in, I'm leaving. Well, <laughs> you know, it's East Coast bias. I, got, I gotta go with B.I.G. B. I. Tupac. I gotta go with B.I.G. But you, I'm not mad at Lil Wayne in there. I'm not mad at, you know what I'm saying, Tupac. I'm not a huge Eminem fan, but I can see an argument being made for Eminem. Old yeah. school, if you want to go back to rock him. That fifth spot is always- That's tough. tough. It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Yeah. Maybe that's why Mount Rushmore is for. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Shout out to both of those gentlemen, man. Shout out to yeah. Nas. And shout out to Nas. Nas had a great album, yeah. But dropping probably the album of the year. I mean, that's my album yeah. of the year, yes. but you know. Yeah. We can't forget that. I'm old school. Business that's owners. Home. Great rollout, but you need a great product that delivers. And I always say this. I know some of you like, bro, I text you the, if the entry stopped being fired, you won't text or email me. Had Kanye put out like an 808 of heartbreaks for graduation with that rollout. Oh, he's out of here. Oh, baby. Million he in a week. Deal, 1.2. Yeah. Million in a week. Yo, I don't, how are people criticizing my top five? How is Drake and Kanye not in your top five? How, come on. Jada Kiss, like, I love, I love the locks, but come on. Like, how can we put Jadakiss over Kanye West or Drake? Like we can't, we just, yeah. it's a difference between lyricists and rappers. Look at their impact on the world. Look how many records they sold. So then maybe it's like the, we, the we top five We want to appreciate artists. Drake until he, until he leaves. That might be it. Drake the great, Drake, nah, like let's not. just, Drake is the GOAT. His run has been longer than most. Anyone in history. Run. No, it's anyone in he's history. He's the GOAT. Him and, they, they going neck and neck, him and Jay at this point. Yeah, that's why he's, and on the album he says, if it was a top three, you've been sliding to three for a long time. Yeah. Top two and maybe not two. Shout out to both of those guys. <sighs> those are my guys. Smoking um, on top five. 
<laughs> so let's talk about these Chinese, this Chinese hedge funds paying $300,000 for students to beat Wall Street. Mm. This is something that's extremely interesting for a lot of different reasons. The Chinese are very competitive uh, people, um, very, very competitive by nature. And everybody knows, you know, China, America's dynamic. Um, so investing, it should be no surprise that they're trying to become, you know, the number one in the hedge fund space. So, yeah, let's talk about them paying $300,000 for college kids to beat Wall Street. Um, call me, I'll give you the prices. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna split that. Yeah, we'll split that money up, that's easy. But it goes back to my, like, I can almost do a documentary on this. Like, China is not playing any games when it comes to being the preeminent leader of the world. And also too, whenever you incentivize something, that's where people are gonna put all of their attention. Even on Instagram, like once it became like-based and popularity-based and what ended up on the Explore page, people changed the kind of content they put on IG. So if you're gonna pay kids out of school 300,000 to beat hedge funds, there are gonna be a ton of kids over the next 10 years that are gonna put a lot of effort into studying the market to then beat us and be able to be better at this than us. So, and it's one of the products that we have that we're known for is Wall Street and technology. If we lose that, it's another, uh, feathering their cap to then try and defeat us. So culturally, even us knowing how to invest is for the benefit of us. But our biggest competitive threat, if we're looking at ourselves as a company, China is number two for sure on our ass. And, and some metrics, they've already surpassed us. Like we mm -hmm. have to be able to be better to be able to hold our spot. So if we're, we're Microsoft and you know Apple is China from 2008, you have to be mighty careful. This is just one more thing that they're doing to get an edge. Yeah, I think it goes it, it, it goes right in, in, in line with what we were talking about last week. Like, how are we going to make sure that we get ahead and then we stay ahead? So when we talked about uh, putting a ban on kids playing video games, we're going to start very young. And now yeah. those same kids that we said that you couldn't do, when y'all get to school, here's the incentive for you. But, you know, you know the crazy thing about it is it's like uh... – what is Jay, Jay Electronica, one of the greatest lyricists of all time for all you pure hip hop heads. Oh my God. For all you hip hop heads as attacking me in the comments. <laughs> they bashing you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Jay, Electronica, Jay Electronica is one of my favorites of all time. That's not debatable. We're not having a debate about um, it. But he said something that was very poignant. He said, our familiarity doesn't breed um, something, just contempt. It doesn't breed um, praise, just contempt, something like that. And uh, a lot of times we just take things for granted. I say that to say, China paying $300,000 for kids to beat um, hedge funds. Um, we already beat hedge funds. We get Market Monday's uh, picks. Yeah, I'll be real. And, and <laughs> as Kathy and everybody else, y'all pick, you just, you know, I don't want to go on my, I am Steve Jobs rant again, but. They watching our moves. They, they watching the moves. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because I mean, a lot of these hedge funds are underperforming. They like doing, you know, 20%, 30%, not to say that that's bad, but yeah. I mean, we called Mondera months, a year oh, ago. at 45, like. Zoom, all of these, like, you know I mean? Are, I would be interested to see the rate of return of the stocks that we had mentioned on Market Mondays for free. Um, it probably- Smoking on top five. A vast majority of hedge funds. Yeah. So sometimes you, you, what you're looking for is right under your, your nose. So um, Market Mondays, man has been a great resource to people that have actually applied the information. We gave so many if different you've executed. companies. Yeah, so many different companies, so many different funds. Um, so yeah, 
That's something to keep in mind. Somebody might be watching us in China right now. Yeah, y'all could just pay us. Call me. Send us your hits. Y'all can pay us. Next ten years, futures market swing trades, whatever you need. I got you. I got a translator that could come in and speak Mandarin right now. Like we can get this set up. So if y'all watching from China right now, hit us up. Info at Aaron Yalesia. We'll be sure to oblige. Oh yes. Um, before we go to questions, um. Apple can sell 1.5 million cards by 2030. Mm-hmm. Electric, electric cars by 2030. <laughs> oh, baby. Nice little partnership with Toyota. They just want to do everything. Uh, <laughs> Apple, it, we talked, we were talking about that before. Apple, we spoke about it. We spoke, yeah, in December, we spoke it's, about it. They're entering the car space. They yeah. got, Apple's doing everything. And yeah. that in healthcare. The, listen, can I be honest with y'all? Put yes in chat if I can. The purpose of having a company is to have no competition. So if I build trust plus with predictability, plus with a brand you love. Nah. Zoom, 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 damn, zoom, 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 zoom. shake, shake the room. But yeah, Apple. Yeah, we spoke about it in December when when we, we first heard the announcement that they were going to get into it. And I think they were supposed to partner with Honda. Now that didn't happen. But we spoke about the companies that were doing the technologies when we talked about Luminar and Veladon of companies that were doing the technology that actually has the computer systems around the car. Again, we know Apple is going to be innovative. We told you all they're coming into healthcare. Did you see the new Apple Watch? They said it's now going to be able to do blood pressure. Like we've yeah. seen like they're going to continue to innovate and they're going to come into every space that they can. And they're not coming to play. They come in to dominate. Right. The same way Amazon comes to dominate. Apple's coming uh-huh. to dominate. Shout out to Ronnie Brown. I believe she had a bust down Apple Watch. Did you notice that? Shout out to your Ronnie's That's different. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Ronnie, a real one. Yeah, she, <laughs> Shout out to Ronnie Brown. We was hanging out with her this weekend. The bust down Apple Watch. Very, very rare. Um, but not Apple. I mean, it makes perfect sense if you really think about it. We talked about it for a long time that Tesla is not a car company. It's a tech company. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, all of the, the innovations inside of, of these new cars, they're all technology. So Apple is the king of tech. So it just would make perfect sense for them to get into the car game. And I like the fact that they're partnering with a car company. They're not like trying to make like the Apple car, like right, just right, by right, themselves. Right. Like they're already saying, mm-hmm. okay, 
we're going to partner with a company that's already, you know, familiar with. It saves time. Yeah. It just accelerates the process. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that the Apple could make a huge, huge, because um, every car has Apple play in it already. It's not really a far-fetched thing. So what does that do to that to that balance sheet when Apple gets in the transportation business? That's a guess. <laughs> You're talking about game changers. How many trillion are we going to in, 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 if by by 2030? I don't even want to say number. I don't even want to say because it's going to sound fraudulent if I say <laughs> if they get that healthcare and the crazy part, Apple has not penetrated the workforce enough. If they get the workforce healthcare and this car and they go into and okay let's say if they go into healthcare and then build ambulances my god like right that's what i'm saying like 30 years thick i mean all the data that they have on your health is, is they're going to use it for something something right like first yes. it, right it, it was your heart rate right then it becomes your yep. blood pressure right <laughs> like you know what i'm saying after a while, like where is that d- data going where is it being stored what are they going to like what are we going to be using it for so they have the information. Mm-hmm. It's just about what, what the lead up is to it now. One, one last thing before we go to questions. This Hold is, on, I, yeah, you go. I, this is something that's been making a lot of uh, news on social media. Yeah. Social security will be insolvent by 2033. And this is yeah. so crazy. When I was like, you know, when I was early on in my financial planning business, I remember they showed us like, it, this is the crazy thing about it. Everybody's being so acting so surprised by this. But if you ever got, they don't send it in the mail anymore, but remember they used to send your, um, your social security thing in the mail, like what you're projected to get, mm-hmm. they transferred that online. But when they used to send it in the mail years ago, um, if you ever read it, like there was like a booklet, like if you read the second page, it said that, um, social security is on pace to become insolvent by year 2035, something like that. Like it said it in there. Um, so it was always on pace to be insolvent. They never made it a secret they actually put it in the report. It's just nobody ever read it. No one read it. That's all it means? It's when it's over. So yeah, it's over. Done. So um, it was already on pace to be insolvent by 2034, I believe. But with Corona and all of the money that was spent by the government, it just kind of accelerated it. So now it's 2033. So of course, there will probably be some bridges that will be, you know, how the government works. They can just always print up some more money. And But as it stands right now, Social Security will be insolvent by 2020, by 2033. So, five. oh no, they moved it up. They moved it up. You're right. Whether that gets bridged or whether it gets, regardless of the fact, you should not be relying on the government for your retirement. If you're relying on the government for your retirement, you are doing yourself a tremendous disservice. This is why we talk about other government sponsored retirement plans that you can use like an IRA, like a Roth IRA, like a SEP IRA. These are things that you can get, you know, tax benefits from um, government tax benefits from when you, you know, time to, to, to pay your taxes or take the money out in the case of the Roth IRA. But if you are relying on the government to give you a blanket in, in retirement, then like I said, you're going to, be in for a big surprise. So what do you guys think about this news of 2033? My, my grandmother told me in 1999, um, we've sold parts of our country that we'll never be able to get back. And she told me in 99, that Social Security probably will run about 2020. So I'm not surprised about that. The lesson for everyone here is you cannot depend on any other entity other than yourself for your financial freedom. That's it. No one cares about your freedom more than you. If you've ever been in a hurricane, um, 
any disaster area that needed relief, blessings and love to everybody in New Orleans. And when I was here, when it happened in Houston, it's not anyone else's job to take care of you and your family. Like, I hate to say it, like most countries, entities, even the, the businesses you guys work for, they don't care. They do not care. We saw it last year. Like, how many of you got sick last year or had family that was sick and he was like, yo, I need two weeks off. They were like, I'm going to let you off. You have to take care of your financial freedom because um, no one else is going to care about it. The way yeah. And then people, a lot of people was like, well, why do I have to keep paying? You got to realize even when Bernie Madoff got um, not, he was running that, that thing for 30 years. The problem, the, the, the Ponzi scheme is only bad when more people need money than usual. So like the whole thing with the Ponzi scheme, like you put the money in, Troy puts money in, and then I take some money out. As long as I, as long as I take out a certain amount and there's enough money coming in, you can keep mm -hmm. that thing going. The problem, the reason why Bernie Madoff thing fell apart is that in 2008, when the stock market crashed, a lot of people wanted to call for their money and he mm -hmm. didn't have enough money at that point in time to cover it. And that's when the whole thing fell apart. Social security, more and more people are living now, mm -hmm. longer. Yeah. Yes. So. Now, yeah, you're still paying for it, but more money is being taken out than what's coming in. And it's only so long before that house of cards fall apart. So what you're paying for, you're not paying for your retirement. You're paying for the person that's living in social security right now. Yeah, I think that's, that's what one of the things you told me. It's like, we used to have this argument, like he was like, yo, why are you working? Why are you working? You're gonna live off pension and social security, which is not gonna be there anymore. Yep. We, you, you can't keep doing this. This isn't gonna work for you. Um, so wise words from a, from a decent man. <laughs> you know what else he told me? He told me to get life insurance when I was when I was 26 years old, and everybody knows that story. So then, on that note, it makes sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay for each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, I want you to check out Ladder. Right, Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get covered. You just need a few minutes on a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you're covered. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. And since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross off your list. All right, so check out Ladder today to see if you're instantly approved. Go to ladderlife.com slash marketmondays. That's ladder.com slash marketmondays. L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash marketmondays. All right, so... Ladder has sponsored our earnings report. It's like nine o'clock. So I'm going to talk about a few companies really quick because um, me and Trap had a, a really good conversation. We were talking about cybersecurity. He had talked to me about CrowdStrike and I was telling him about Zscaler. Ian, you up on Zscaler? Yes. ZS is the ticker. Uh, they're going to be reporting on Thursday. It is a company that I absolutely love. If you look at their chart and if you have your computer, you got your iPad or your phone next to you right now, I suggest you look at their chart as well. It is <laughs> exactly. It is a, uh, a cloud cybersecurity service company. Absolutely incredible if you look at what they've done mm. over the past year. Um, so they will be reporting um, on Thursday. Uh, Affirm, which we spoke about last week, which is partnering with Amazon, will be reporting. And uh, shout out to Jamal uh, Play, will be reporting. David Busters, uh, my, my nephew actually had his birthday party there yesterday. Um, so that's one of those opening up, those reopening stocks um, that, that, that we are uh, just keeping an eye on. Yeah, but make sure y'all got ZS especially ZS, <laughs> especially ZS, ZS on your watch list. Yeah. Please have it on your watch list. Yes. Janet, can we go to some questions, please? You Kyrie with them segues too. Yeah, that was a great segue. That. <laughs> that was a great. Janet, how Appreciate are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Hi, I'm earners. Good. Janet's got a plan. I'm good. <laughs> uh, thank you to I, all, go ahead. 
No, go ahead, Janet. I was going to say thank you to all the earners that submitted their questions ahead of time, making my job a little bit easier. I appreciate that. Trying to, trying to run this a little smoother. Yeah. You got it, you know? Doing a great job. Production on a high level. And I didn't call Social Security a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> But if you if, if you Yo, got if you got that, why are they coming after you today? No, no, no. I'm just you know you never know. I might I might run for office one day, so I got to be very careful. Yes, clear that up, please. <laughs> but but if you if you inferred that from what I said, then I can't stop you from thinking what you or you know I can't stop you from thinking that. But President never, Rashad Bilal, wow. you never know. You never know what could happen, man. Senator, state senator, <laughs> congressman, mayor, mayor of New York existence. City. Wow, the sky's the limit here. Yeah, All right, so we're gonna start off for Robert Green. Robert Green, unmute yourself, please. We are coming to you. Hey, how y'all doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you fine. What's going yeah, on? How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Hey, first of all, thank you. I appreciate y'all. Um, Ian and Vestfest, man, it was awesome. I appreciate everything. I took away a thank lot you. of gems from that. So so um, but real a quick question. I um I'm I'm new to investing. I started investing pretty much when the pandemic started. So um, before that, I had an account with TD Ameritrade, didn't know what I was doing. Uh, pandemic, I got an account with Robinhood. The first thing I did was was jumped on the, the cheapest stuff I could, which was airlines, cruises. And I, I did all right. I'm up like 60, 70% to maybe 117. But that's after, great. Okay, that's right, not, okay yeah. thank you. Language yeah. is important. That's not good. That's great. That's yeah. great. Okay, cool. But after following y'all, I found y'all later, probably about August. So once I found y'all, I started to learn that maybe that wasn't the best investment. You know what I mean? There were other things that I could have invested in that were a lot better. So at this point now, I know that they've um, they've been going down, but I didn't know if I should hold them, continue to hold them. Maybe they may go back, um, back up to their previous highs that they were in March, um, maybe by next March, or should I just take profit and Put them in oh, which ones are you in? Oh man, I got um, United. I'm in Delta, and I'm in uh, um, Spirit. And how much you got on each of those? So Spirit, I'm up seventy four, seventy four percent. Delta, I'm up seventy three percent. And United, I'm up. Uh, United's low is 49. And then when it comes to uh, the cruises, I uh, had Carnival, I'm up 117. Um, Royal Caribbean, 64. And Norwegian, I'm up 129. And then I had some other ones in there I wanted nothing. to get rid of too. Do okay. nothing. Okay. You're okay. up so I'm, much. I'm cool with holding them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know you're looking at some of the tech ones and like, oh, I could have been up 300%, but the returns that you have are amazing. Mm -hmm. Like if your lowest okay. one is 47%, sit tight, man, okay. do, do nothing. Like Delta is going to take a while to get back to its all-time high. It may take maybe 18 months, but you're good. You're good. Okay. I can't have you sell those and then get into something else. No, you got in at a great price. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'll hold on to him there. No problem. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yo, thank congrats, you. man. Congrats. Don't think that 70% or it's 60% is low. That is incredible. Most people won't get that in a decade. That's, that's I like what I said. Too, because our accountability team was talking about that. Um, one of us uh, invested in airline 
guidelines and was wondering what you should do. So I think a lot of earners have that question. Um, next, we're gonna go to Corey Robinson. Unmute yourself, please. Hey y'all, how's it going? Good, how's how are going you? on? Doing pretty good, guys, man. Just wanna thank y'all for everything you do. And Best Fest, I didn't get a chance to get out there, but I watched me as replay and it was nothing but gems. So I wanted to piggyback off of uh, futures questions I had off of there. You mentioned using price channel. Um, for those who weren't, I guess, somewhat new to the game. Um, but what I want to know is, can we kind of couple that with our sniper setup as a way to get into the market? And would that be beneficial on an hour time frame? Uh, I promised that I wouldn't talk about it in public. To answer your question is yes, but in the sniper group, I'll tell you the full answer. But everyone is, who's doing deductive okay. reasoning, you guys can see me smile. But I want to keep it exclusive for invest that. So I don't want to come on here because if if I start, yeah. I'm gonna get a whole strategy away. So I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. Friday. Use that. Okay. Appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate you. You guys should have been there. I told you hey, I wasn't bringing two tattoo in. Shout out to Corey. You say you watched on the replay. That, that, that we watched the we we got to actually watch invest best for ourselves, man. I just sat there in amazement, man. Shout out to the production team. I said I keep calling him Steve. Mike's like his name is James. Shout out to James and his whole production team. He did incredible, man. It was incredible to. I'm like this is this production is out of this world. The moving cranes and all that. I, yeah, that next question. Totally, I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> you guys did a great job with invest best. Tristan Reeves, uh, unmute yourself. We're coming to you. Hello, can can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah, we are you perfect. What's going on? Well, first of all, fellas, just thank you all so much for the education, the, the applied knowledge I'm using, the, the platform. Uh, it's been life-changing. And Janet, thank you for calling on me. Ian, I had a question for you. I've been wanting to ask you this for, for weeks <clears throat> regarding BlackRock and uh, Vanguard. Mm. I want to know your thoughts on this, because uh, it seems as though by the end of the decade, BlackRock and Vanguard are going to own pretty much everything. And coincidentally, the main holders of each one are each other. Um, I wanted to know, um, with what you alluded to a couple weeks ago with China, Russia, and the Middle East, do you think that same strategy is being displayed towards America? Let's take the BlackRock and Vanguard first. Um, yes, BlackRock and Vanguard, they are the two biggest power players in investment space across every category. Um, mm -hmm. You're safe if you're there. There's a reason why I always said Vanguard from the very beginning, even when ARK was blazing hot, look at the percentage of what Vanguard owns, they'll be safe for another 50 years. Um, the China question, can you give that, give that to me one more time? You had alluded to a few weeks ago um, uh, about Afghanistan teaming up with, in particularly Taliban with China, with Russia perhaps, um, talking about world domination, things like that. Do you think that same strategy is in, is in place? It's gonna be attempted. Um, I'm going to be honest, like geopolitical affairs, I'm going to stay away from. I'll say that. I'm going to stay away because I, I want to be able to move around and do what I want to do and make my vision come true. So I don't know. You tell me. I'm going to hit you with that. You can use well, body language and deductive reasoning after that. But as far as the teaming up strategy, there is a reason that things are happening. I know some people are like, yo, you're a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, go read. Exactly. Go yeah. read what is they're they're telling you to plan. You go read, you can put two and two together. But yes, investing in BlackRock and Vanguard. And when I'm looking at companies, I'm trying to see what percentage of BlackRock and Vanguard 
is in possession of because that's a safety net. I know BlackRock and Vanguard won't go out of business tomorrow. Or it's it's safe to me as Apple or Microsoft. I've never put this in chat. Have you ever woke up and worried if Apple or Microsoft was going to go out of business? A lot of y'all worried about Arch. I told I told you they were going to come. Hey, we won't turn this into I told you so, but. Told you. Yeah. If you look at most technology companies, especially the ones that we invested in, if you look at who's invested in them, there's one name that you're going to see that is a guarantee and that's BlackRock. So just yep. a heads up on that. Yeah. Be, be gotcha. mindful. But if those two have them, it's a great. And then let's say hypothetically in 30 years, they sell off or split. Mm-hmm. Whoever is the predominant funds that own the majority of everything, invest in them. Invest in them. Same thing with Bitcoin and Ethereum. I told you guys, pick the top two. Ethereum took off like crazy. Bitcoin is moving to its all-time highs again. If you invest in the top two, it's a strategy that works throughout time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yeah, we didn't even have a crypto talk. Huh? I said, we didn't even talk about crypto. Bitcoin's over 52,000. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I talk about NFTs, too, sometime before this month is over because NFT market. We can do it next week. Last month, NFTs. Was on fire quietly. A lot of people haven't been talking about it, but yeah. NFTs on fire. Yeah, Keys put up something today too that was pretty interesting. We know how the NBA uh, was having a, a, a success with. They were using the NBA highlights as success. The NFL has kind of put like on hold. Like you can't use our property. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, but you know, like we said before, this this technology and this this the NFT game. It's it's tough to stop. It's tough to stop. So we're going to see. Shout out to the crypto club too. They gave out NFTs to everybody that attended. I saw that. I saw That's that. Yeah shout, yeah. shout out to the crypto club. That attended Invest Fest? No, that attended the, one of their meetings. I saw it on my timeline. I'm like, damn, this is okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, listen, when Cuban came on and said, this is the only thing I'm really studying. And then Gary Vee is going crazy. Like there is a reason when you have like early adopters that have been known to make money and shift the, the market. Follow what they're doing. It's a reason behind it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They did. They both said that for sure. Yep. Uh, and that was a, that was months ago. That was months yeah. ago. So yeah. NFTs. A lot of time pe- people thought that NFTs was dead because they kind of slumped for a little bit. But um, if you've been studying the space, last month was the was the most profitable month ever for NFTs by a long shot. Um, just yeah. blew it out the water. Yeah, we had that crypto punk talk about it started as a joke. I and mean, this is something again. Cuban mentioned to us, right? He said he put his thing up on CryptoPunk and he set a price on it and he didn't yep. turn, he put the percentage and that was it. If you go now, you look at some of these CryptoPunk NFTs, we're talking 300, 350,000. Yeah. At that time in February, I think he put his up for 11 and started at 11. We're talking about 350,000 now. 1, yeah, it's, it's just a different space. Um, so yeah. there's more Wasn't knowledge. There that recently did an NFT album. I wonder how that. Uh, Tory Lanez put out one. Yeah, Tory. Tory. yeah. And, and also speaking of NFTs, uh, Neo Neo dropped his NFT at InvestFest at the uh, at the uh, VIP night. Um, I spoke to his team about that beforehand. They were very excited about that. So, yeah, I think people watch Tory Lanez, and you know what it looks like. I you know I don't know if it's verified or not, but he made a million dollars. Sold he sold a million NFTs for one dollar a piece. So he made a million dollars um, in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I don't know how much he has for the commissions, for the resales of that. But, um, you know, I think 
that caught a lot of people's attention. It's a nice residual. And, yeah. um, you know, you see a lot of people dropping NFTs now. So yeah, that changes the game. So that cuts out all the streaming services, right? So now Apple Music, that takes a hit. Like, so we got to be very, very cognizant of what's happening, especially in the music and entertainment space when it comes to NFTs. That's the only thing I think Kanye should have did. He should have made Donda. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah, we're doing crazy. I don't know if he can know because he's still on the Def Jam. Yeah, Def Jam. <laughs> Def Jam released the album. They said, look, we ain't waiting no more. Did you know about that? <laughs> they released I heard the album. Say, yeah, yeah, I heard that he said he wasn't happy that they released it at a certain time, but. They, they released the album without his permission. Nobody owns us though. <laughs> so. Don C, uh, Kanye, call us. Yeah. Virgil, call us. It's New York Fashion Week, by the way. Uh, sidebar. Jan, what we got next? <laughs> um, let's go to Edgy, Eddie Bridget Jr. Unmute yourself, please. Oh, oh, oh wow. I think he lowered. Oh, there he is. Oh, he got his camera. Oh, he got his camera. That's a first. Got your camera on. This is a first. First time ever. What's going My on? My God, what's camera? going on? Okay. Okay, uh, Beard Gang. Okay, Beard Gang. What's going on? going on man. everything good good man how are you the bay um in oakland california what's happening y'all hello the area hello we need to come see y'all for real the area. <laughs> the bay, man. LA, all right, la is everything but y'all gotta come to the bay bro for real help man bad bro how can i help i got i sold a property i got 20 grand i need to make it i'm not trying to make it pop but i need to make it pop you're trying to make it pop. <laughs> but I mean, like, because I, I, I want to put 20 in Apple. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. Like, I know they pay a small dividend because I want to use the money to try to put down for a down payment for a home. So try to flip it. Yeah, but that sounds irresponsible at the same time. Like, I'm, not <laughs> trying to, I'm not trying to flip it over some nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Respectfully. But regardless Respectfully. Of, of reason, when you try and flip, it puts a lot of pressure on. They're as stressed that you okay. don't need. Okay. So, but what, what kind and of turn are you looking somewhere. I don't, of course, more than, like, maybe five, ten. 20% would be great, but you know, just a safe growth, but not okay. extremely uh, 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 conservative. Million dollar question has worked out good <laughs> returns that don't draw down too much. Um, if you're gonna do Apple and I'm gonna, yeah, I got you. Trading has risk. So if Apple drops back down to uh, 128.98. That's when I would put my money in. I wouldn't do a dollar before then. Um, a second one I talked about at InvestFest VUG. So Victor Unanimous got, if it gets down to 272.25, I'll put money in there. I don't know how long it'll take to drop to those levels, but you have to wait. This is my secret. I let okay. everybody burn their money on fire. And I'll be like, great, let me pick up some ashes, use my little crystal ball, put the money in, 
Because when people are not waiting for their exact prices, you aren't doing anything else but setting your money on fire. Now, if you have a timeline in which you want to flip, here's what happens. The money never flips as fast as you need. Oh, right. But if I, you give it a year or six months, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Like two, so, two years is what currently I got to sit in, in, a, in my Provident Credit Union account. Um, okay. And I, I, I want to leave it there, but it's, you know, losing, you know, it's losing buying power. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, if you do Apple uh, at that price and you're able to get in, you'll be everybody in chat. To give the brother some encouragement, if Apple's done well for you this year, put yes in chat. Or put Apple in chat. Put the Apple emoji. Put the in Apple there. emoji. Yeah, put that emoji yeah. up there. Because even people, people like it's slow. Yeah, just set a pending order for that price, okay. and you'll be good. If you hold it for a year, you'll be excellent. You'll be excellent. Thank so you. Apple don't be the whole at once. Don't. Don't try to dollar cost average or anything like that. Just drop it in there at once. I can't tell you what to do because I'm not your advisor. As Trap will say, I know one by the name of a shot, right? But if it were me, if it were me, the prices yes. that I give on here are the prices that I'm waiting for to put my money in. Okay. Hello. So, yeah. So Hello. that's where I will gotcha. wait. And now, if you are really scared, I don't think it'll come down to this price anytime soon. 120 to 24, I would definitely load the boat. But that first price I gave you is where I'm waiting for to put more in for me and Xander. Ooh, so it's 154 now, 128. Okay. You know, you know what's so you know what's so crazy about that. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate Eddie, you. Eddie, we appreciate you. you. Shout out to the Bay. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you, bro. That was a market Monday's first. Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was interesting. I like that. Yes, you never know what's gonna happen. Now what do we do, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was my fault, so I apologize. I'm new to this. Awkward. Um, now, you know, what's so crazy. You know, it's so crazy. Um, so it's funny that you said that one, you said 128, right? Ian? Mm -hmm. So I was talking to, um, shout out to Taylor and shout, shout out to Larry. Um, LG Taylor, you, Ian, you might've seen him, but he was with me at invest fest. Um, he's the, he's, he's the young man actually I was playing ball with and that video was, okay, yeah. yeah, that video, he, he felt the way about that. He, he scored a lot of points. It was, you know, I had to, Oh, you played when you scored. Yeah, I'm not gonna put my disco. <laughs> I mean, it's your post. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could have just put but, a shot, like. But but he yeah. he did. Long story short, that's my guy, man. That's that's my guy. Grew up. Um, he's younger than us, and he kind of grew up, you know, uh, under our tutelage. So long story short, I'm speaking to him today. We played ball today, and afterwards, we was talking about stocks, and um, he was saying like, you know, is can I should I buy Apple now? And I told him like, nah, you can't buy now. I'm like, never that's buy, right. never buy all time highs. That's like, oh, so he's like, all right, well, when should I buy? So then I broke out my percentage calculator and I was showing him like, all right, look, if it drops under, if it goes 20%, that's definitely a good time to buy. So I think 20%, mm -hmm. I think is like 125 or something like that. And I'm like, so you can just round it to 130. I'm like, if it gets to like 130, then that's a number that you definitely want to buy at. So yeah, it's interesting that you said 128 because I literally, literally just had this conversation with him earlier today. And I told him, like, yeah, if you, if it gets to 130, then that's a number that you definitely will yeah. want to probably go crazy on. So shout out to and here's a rule man. of thumb for everybody investing. There's only a few good prices to buy. And we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like you said, 25 percent off, 20 percent off, 50, 75. You, like you guys don't even need, like I want to learn charts. Use a calculator. For everybody in real estate gets this 50% off. You can, my dad would say, you can build the equity back into it if you get 50% off. 20% off deal. 
The all-time high for Apple is at 154.98. It's at 154.30. It is a no buy right now. No buy Like Tim Cook wouldn't buy Apple right now. You have to stop gambling. And then mastery of, I know some of you don't want to hear it, but those of you who did not master your craft last year at this, master losing money. Master Wait losing for money. the buy areas. Everybody's going to tell you that they had a blueprint to their money side. If I made you money, put yes in chat. I'm not going to lead you wrong. You have to hold it for at least a year. Five years is ideal. But if it gets to 120, that, like, that's why I say if Trap and I agree, like if I said to get in at 160 and you were saying 128, something's wrong. Everybody should. And when you guys are formulating your own prices, you should be within two or three dollars of where I'm saying. That's when you know you finally have your own crystal ball and you don't need anybody else. But you can use a calculator and just 20 percent off, 25 percent off, 30 percent off and know where to be able to get in. And that's for any product. And I always, mm. I always go by the 10, 20, 30 strategy. I think I spoke about this on my financial planning call. Um, so if something at an all time high, you take 10% off, like in that scenario, that would be, that would be a, a decent, a decent buy point. 20% off is a, is a really good buy point. 30% off is an exceptional buy point. So the thing that people say is like, all right, it's kind of risky because what if it doesn't hit that 20 and then I'm waiting forever and then I never get a chance. So what you can also do is dollar cost into it. You can dollar cost down. So you can say, okay, I got, uh, let's say I have $10,000, $9,000 to invest, right? Mm -hmm. So I put 3000 in when it hits 10%. So that way I'm still in. Um, now, if it goes down even further to 15 or 20, I got another 3000 I'm gonna put in. And then if I get really lucky and it goes down to 30, then I could put the other 3% in, the 3,000 in. So that way I'm not waiting if you if you have bad anxiety, because that's something that people was like, well, I'm just going to be keep waiting forever and it's never going to hit this number. Da, 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 or da. you can get in early and lose all your money. That's an option. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm be real with y'all. <laughs> it's not anxiety. You want to gamble. If I am, let's say I'm a competitor. If I want you to lose, the more trades you take and the worse prices you get, you'll never beat me. I'll, t I'll tell you guys my actual blueprint. This isn't like the remix version. Your inability to wait is what's going to cost you your future and your freedom. You guys saw the energy I brought on stage. Some of you told me like, man, I heard you on Market Mondays, but seeing you in person, like, yeah, you really lived that. Y'all was out partying. I'm texting some of y'all like, man, these slides going to be fire on Sunday. You're seeing me do it. Like, like, if you will not wait for the best price, you are actively choosing to say, I want to be broke. I want my kids to be broke. I want my family to be broke. You know everything about everything. When, when Travis Scott's coming out, you guys knew the whole rollout for Donda before Kanye knew. How do you not know this? I love Kanye. I love Drake. Them brothers not going to make you no money, though. Talk to him. Being real. That's why I say most important to the coach. I'm not saying it for ego. Part of his marketing, my WWF thing, right? But in 20 years... Okay, tell me this. And from 2001 to 2005, which album made you and your family money? Don't worry. I'll wait. Shout out to Cat Williams. I know if you execute on the prices that I give in five or 10 years, you should have me at every Christmas and every barbecue cookout you guys have for the next five years. Choose to master this. Corporations have mastered how to take our attention off things that don't matter to make us fans of other people that will never pay us. Whose benefit is that for? It's up to you. Do what you that want was, to do. I know what you're doing for me. That was a message brought to you by Two Stocks Shakur. We thank you, my brother. Yo, speaking of Apple real quick.
I'm not sure if y'all saw this, but it was the 10-year anniversary of, of Tim Cook being the CEO. Ian, were you aware of this? Man, you, you did, know. Did you see what he was awarded? Did, I, did y'all see this? So he, he was awarded 5 million shares and actually he was awarded 5 million shares and sold the 5 million shares for a grand total of $750 million. Congratulations on 10 years, Tim. Seven fifty. And, and I can argue, even with that, he's still probably the most underpaid CEO for the value that he's brought to I mean, one company. Seven fifty to two trillion. That, that's a big difference. Yeah. So you got a point there, my guy. And everyone's like, well, he cashed out. Does this mean in the end? Listen, if you got seven hundred and fifty million, you're cashing out too. <laughs> Somebody offered me seven fifty for market. I'm going to sell it without even talking to you. Hey, bro, what what a wire information? Hey. <laughs> Checks come. We'll make another one. <laughs> Trading Tuesdays coming soon. Like, <laughs> so like you have to know when to get out. He's put in enough work. And then the prior time that he was there next to Steve, not being heard. Like he's done a great job. I, and, you know, I, I said he was the greatest all the time. Like Bezos probably the greatest, but number two. Yeah. Tim Cook, uh, the last 50 years, probably is the second best CEO of all, of all time. Hands down. Yeah, smoking on top five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, trading Tuesdays. Don't nobody take my idea because I'm, I'm out of work. <laughs> Michael, please go trademark that tomorrow. <laughs> I know y'all gonna be trading Tuesdays, man. I was inspired by you, King. Be inspired, <laughs> but don't steal. <laughs> you not do that. Very, very, <laughs> Give me credit. Very thin line. Very thin line. Or let me executive produce it or something, but don't y'all be stealing, stealing. We got blue pandas coming out next week, huh? With, with, with no apology, hello, at all. With no, no apology, chill, chill. Trapping Tuesday, that's our brother. Chill, shout out to that. my guy. Yeah, trap my guy. I know that. Don't do that. No apology. Um, Are we taking one more, Jim. What are we doing? We taking one more, yeah. We can it's do up one to more. you guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do right. it. Right, Derek Love, unmute yourself, please. And don't turn your camera on. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Can you guys can you guys hear me okay? Yes, yeah, we hear you perfect. Derek, what's going on? What's up? This is crazy. I didn't never thought I was gonna get selected. That's what's up. Yo, thank y'all for everything. Thank you for what y'all do. Um, Ian, I, my question yes. is for you, man. So listen, I I feel like you guys give out these great clues, these great hints every week. And I always feel like I'm a step behind because it's like, all right, don't do this if you don't have your two two stock you know, your two ETFs, but you guys were just talking about today, uh, TQCL, and it's like, I'm not where I need to be yet, but am I going to miss that, you know, miss that boat, so to speak? So I guess, what would you say to people that are kind of just getting on, but you guys are dropping these gems? How should they, um, how should they kind of tackle that? Um, TECL, I'll, I'll just give you the price for it. Give me one second. Um, I would only do 20% of the money that you have. I would, I would touch it at 5646. I would not touch it a penny before. If so, you're gonna cry. And then after that, um, I would get one index if you're afraid and one tech and start small. VUG is a great one. Um, my brother mentioned SPLG. That one is good, but it's not in the Vanguard ecosystem. So VUG I like. And then just buy there. You guys don't need 20. Like if you just build upon one, what happens is you see the one work and then you you'll call back and be like, hey man, that worked. When should I get into the next? Um, just focus on two for right now. I would probably leave 10% of your portfolio on TCL and then get Apple after that. You'll be golden. The most important, like, and for everyone, 
the most important thing is just to buy quality. Some of you want to like write a dissertation on why a stock should go up or down. None of that matters. Even for all of you that have masters and PhDs, I commend you. How much of the work that you did when you were writing your thesis didn't matter once you graduated or made you less money. The only thing is about, it's about executing. And the, the thing that I fear from 2020 to 2060, this is going to be the era of investors because they're going to find a way to dwindle these jobs around. It's the reason why I keep saying this. This isn't like something that I heard from, you know, on Twitter, like, please, I'm begging you guys, like you're going to have to start buying because even if I'm going to be real, the job market going to be cut in half by 2040. I'll say that. That's from someone I was told who runs a major tech company and sold it three or four years ago. Job market's going to be cut in half. And Derek, tomorrow we have a meeting called FOMO Anonymous run by the Wall Street Gossip Club. And we'll be talking about strategies so you can figure out your investment strategy and what works best for you so that you're not like on these calls getting confused and feeling like you should do this or do that. Like you have to know what works for you. So you're a segue queen as well. <laughs> Thank you. you guys. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yo, we're working Thank on you. things over there in EYL University. <laughs> Y'all talking about you know, this segue is fire. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. Another glorious market Mondays. Um, definitely got to thank you guys for tuning tuning in to Market Mondays, even though it's a holiday. It took your education more important than celebration. And that is something. And like I said, I'm not even sure what is celebrating Labor Day. What, did, what is what does that even mean? Um, Come on, it's for the, <laughs> well, it, I'm going to say the whole historical thing I was reading um, based on it was it was it was based on African-Americans in D.C. Um, for when I was reading and it was based from them actually building the Capitol. It was a hard labor thing for them. It was celebrated as African-Americans at first and then became something that was taken and turned into. Thank you for the hard work for our country. Um, Don't thank me for hard work. Just give me a check, that. man. They ain't give me 40 acres in a mule. We ain't get it Checks yet. <laughs> we ain't get it yet. So I, that's a fact. I'm cool on all the celebration. What are we celebrating? We still, we don't got nothing to celebrate. Labor Day just meant to me that school's about to start, man. So <laughs> in that light, I want to shout out to every, all the teachers that are back in school. I know some people started back week, uh, last week. Um, and I know a lot of kids are going back to school this week. And Atlanta started weeks ago. Like August, 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 New York, August New York. first. Tri-state, tri-state, tri-state. <laughs> Home first. I got to take a, uh, you know, we take care of other places, but home come first. So I want to just share my prayers up to everybody on a successful school year. I know we're still battling COVID and I know it's tough and the circumstances that you made through last year were incredible. So kudos to all the teachers and all the principals and all the staff that are in these school buildings. Uh, we appreciate you wholeheartedly. We thank you for what you do for our children uh, and for yourselves too, taking care of yourselves. Cause a lot of the times we forget that y'all have families and you dedicate so much of your time to our children that sometimes your kids get the shorter end of the stick. And so I want to tell you, I appreciate you. I thank you. And that is the reason why I got my uh, Lucky Charms kicks up. Every time I wore those to school, my kindergarten class will go crazy. So in light of that, I thank y'all and uh, happy school year to all the educators. Shout out to my new, new Rochelle family, my Trinity, Trinity family, uh, my Bronx educators, love is love. Um, y'all know I always got y'all. As long as there's people who have intent to help children, I will always be a part of the school. So. Love is love, y'all. Yep. Oh, Troy's so sweet. <laughs> you are. You're not to be playing with either, but you you nice. 
Yeah, you nice. Real, I love his love for real though. It's it's not an easy it's not an easy job. Damn, y'all not gonna say it too? Like, <laughs> damn, bro, like y'all can't say shout out to the teacher. We we letting you have your have your moment. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying yeah, shout out to yeah, them. Yeah. They love y'all too. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to triple leverage. Triple leverage shout out. <laughs> yeah, teachers triple, don't triple leverage. Get paid enough. Like honestly, and I'm not just catering to the audience on some Derek Jackson type stuff, but teachers are not paid <laughs> enough. And we really maybe we need to do something for like teacher appreciation to like build a portfolio for them. Because all the work that they do and extra supplies, like parents, you have to realize like these people are molding your child's brain. And they're going to spend more time with them than you are like, and for the pay that they get. And some of y'all kids kind of bad too. So yeah, we got to figure out a way to get teachers uh, paid a lot more than what they're getting paid. Honestly. Shout out to all the teachers out there, man. Y'all, y'all definitely yeah. play a major part. You seen that? Pay the same as doctors and lawyers. Yeah. Shout out to all the teachers, man. My mom is an educator. So I definitely appreciate um, teachers and the work that they do. And uh, shout out to all the kids going back to school. It was my least favorite part of the year. Uh, <laughs> September was the most hated month for me going back to school. I hated that. I hated that. The end of summer, going back to school is just a very, it was a buzzkill. <laughs> but, but if they were paid more like doctors, like I can make the case. And I, you know, I want to go my Kanye rant. But if teachers were paid like doctors and lawyers, the competitive edge that China has on us would not be there. Yeah, you yeah. have to choose Very where important. you invest your dollars first. Like, mm-hmm. because why would teachers have passion or drive to teach your kids if they're getting paid a minimum, and they're seeing Ronnie with a mixtape make three times the amount of money, <laughs> and then diss her on a mixtape like she told me I could never be nothing. Like you wasn't doing your homework, bro. What you, what you think? If they got paid a hundred grand a year. The outcome would be different. The outcome would be dramatically different. So yeah, my 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 boy, shout out to uh, he, he's actually a EYL alum, EYL University alum. My boy, Dream Hustle Cole, out in Chicago. He had put up a post. If y'all check, if y'all follow him on Instagram, he put up a post in the difference between the education system in Finland and America. And so one of the things was that the teachers are paid the same as doctors and lawyers, and most students never take standardized tests, and they have the highest ranked students in the world, as opposed to us, where the teachers are paid little to it. You know, we know the salaries here. It depends on each state, but not much. And the emphasis on taking standardized tests is at an all-time high. Uh, and I think we're like the number 20 or 23 ranked as far as uh, student rankings and achievements. So we got to make some changes. We got to make some changes. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to support our teachers the best way we can. Yeah. Shout out to all the teachers out there. Um and yeah, shout out once again, shout out to the good people of Rock Nation for having us uh, at Made in America. It was a very eye-opening experience. My first musical festival. I've yeah. been to Essence Fest before, but I haven't been to like, Essence Fest is a music festival, but it's kind of a combination of different things. This is the first festival I've been through like that, like Rolling Aloud, Coachella, stuff like that. So what was the biggest takeaway you had from it? You know, I got to do my Oprah. Real quick. Um, well, the one you much, can give, not the yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know that they be they be just taking yeah. ideas left and right. But their corporate sponsorships was crazy. Like Coinbase built a whole Ferris wheel and had a whole activation center where you couldn't come in unless you had a Coinbase app. Um, it was it it was 
like they made millions probably just off of the corporate sponsorship. So, mm-hmm. of course, Jay Rock Nation, you know, obviously, you know, it's a lot easier um, to have those corporate relationships. But it just goes to show that um, corporate still needs to connect with the people and they need vessels to connect with the people. So um, that's definitely something next year for InvestFest. I feel like we should have strong corporate representation. I'm going to get an ally. Ally, I'm pretty sure we'll have. Yes, a strong activation and a variety of other companies. Um, It just makes sense. So that was one big takeaway. But um, yeah, it wasn't really, it was kind of very similar to InvestFest. It's just a lot more people. But as far as like the food truck aspects of it, um, the stage, obviously, you know, their stages is different because it's music. So people are standing up where, you know, we're doing invest fest you can't just have people standing up listening mm-hmm. to real estate and stocks you got to kind of have them sitting down so i think the general aspects unless, is, unless you eat <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. show stopper i was I, who was i talking to i was talking to somebody backstage like it was like a cult like, <laughs> no. like are they gonna sit down nah they stood up they stood up the whole time that the crazy, crazy part i plan to make everybody stand up and they did it on their own yeah so that was crazy bro. Part, but value i know for those of you who are watching who are trying to build a brand in your own area, help people get the result first. Help them get the result. They'll follow you. Help them. The, the brand is, that's why even me, you guys barely even see me like pump Red Panda. I mean, like I'll the little cup thing in, but Red Panda is about the community. It's not about me. Help people get the damn result first and they will follow you. A lot of you are doing it. It's all about me, me, me. Mm-mm. The money will come to you if you help them. When in the bands, yeah, they, they'll be That's happy right. to pay you. So they have there have been questions about your suit. Is this done intentionally to, to move away from the suits or? I was no, just I'm, that too. I'm I'm going back to I was just rushed. Like I'm gonna be real. Like when a Michael K thing happened, threw me off because I was feeling bad for Corey. Like that's Corey's guy. So I'm like, all right. Then got preparing for stock club call after you know, um, you know. Then after Invest Fest, I mean, I put up eighty two thousand the first half. So. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, I'll be back. I, I got my, you know, I got my little Rick, Rick Flair. New new season of suits. Yeah, new season coming. So fall, yeah, fall season coming. Year. New yeah. season of suits soon soon reach. Yeah. Um hey, soon reach. Speaking of Ally, uh our trusty friends over at Ally. This episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally is a leading digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider for both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on things that matter to you. Um, another Market Mondays in the books, y'all. Yeah. Market closed, Market Mondays open. Yes. Yeah, I like that. that. That's a fact. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, don't forget, tomorrow, Ryan Leslie, Hill Harper, Earn Your Leisure, episode 150. Um, 150, that's crazy. It's going to be, a, that's a good one. Live, that's, that's, that was live at InvestFest. Um, dope, dope conversation about stocks, crypto, uh, music, business, all kinds of stuff, man. So that's something that- You got to do a part know, two with them. Yeah, they, yeah, um, yeah. like I said, um, uh Ryan Leslie um wants to come on Market Monday, so that'll be a dope follow-up. I'm great. pretty sure people have questions for him following that episode. Yeah, some of the stuff that he spoke about. He spoke a lot about stock market investing. So 
and has some of the best returns of any black person I've ever seen. Yo, wait till they hear the story. <laughs> out of this world. Out of this world. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 one for the books. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is something that, you know, we have a lot of stuff planned for Market Mondays. Can't speak about everything. But, Every, um, it's called everything's top secret. <laughs> uh we got some stuff coming down the so pipeline. <laughs> yeah, we got some stuff coming down the pipeline. We got God willing, some some very big name guests coming down the pipeline. Um Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And earners, we're starting a new book next Sunday, um, Intelligent Investor. So make sure you guys start reading or join some of our listening parties. Hey, shout out to G. Shout out to G, man. We have talks about the, the book club, man. He's executing at a high level. Um, so G, love. I mean, earners, y'all should know who he is. He's my brother, like real, like he's my older brother, a few years apart. But um, killing the book club, man. So shout out to him. And I want to give a shout out to every single person that was part of Market Mondays. I mean, part of InvestFest, mm. um, obviously, you know, you guys know um, Ian and Wall Street Trapper, but there was a bunch of people that that um, was on the stage from 19 Keys to- I got you, I got you, keep, um, keep going. Chico to MG, the mortgage guy. Kezia, yeah. Wata, Kizia, Ronnie Brown, Derek Grace, um, Max Maxwell, I can't name everybody because it's just so many John people. Henry, John Henry, Kwame John Henry, Anku, Kwame yeah. Anku, Mike Inky, Sims. We got Inky, Inky Johnson, Johnson to host a panel. That was a legendary moment within That's itself. Mike Sims, of course. Jitali Bellatine. Mike Sims is somebody that we got to get on market Mike Mondays also. Sims, Mike Sims. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this yeah. guy's worth probably like a couple hundred million dollars. Hedge fund manager out of Atlanta. Yeah. Dope, dope. Our um, brother Lenny. Lenny. Um, yeah, Lenny Williams. So it's just you know, everybody and they was all gracious with their time. They all nobody gave us any hard time. That's one of the good things about establishing good relationships and yeah. helping so many different people that when you call, they answer their phone and it's like, <laughs> What do you need? What do you need me to do? Tiffany must know, must know Mike. She said he's Bobby Axel. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. So, Mike. yeah. Oh, yes, somebody shout out to Paula, Paula, shout out to Maddie J. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Maddie Lexia. Lexia, Zo, uh, Zo, Pushman Mitch. Yeah, man, it was a lot. Dave Shans, Dave Shans, Ash Cash. So gracious. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. these are all just these are all just relationships. And um, I just want to, you know, publicly thank everybody, all of those ladies and gentlemen that were gracious enough with their time to come to Invest Fest. DG. And I said Derek, okay, okay. And, and provide, yeah. um, you know, the audience with information. Les Brown, of course, the legend himself. Les the Brown. legend. Jim Jones, Jim. Styles, Kenny Burns. And 19 Keys. Yeah. My and uh, fabulous. Keanu Watson. Keanu Watson. Yeah, Keanu, Keanu Watson, Mason. Julian yeah. Gordon. Julian Gordon. Sure. Cesar Pena. Cesar, my God. Max Maxwell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so many people. Yeah. It was incredible. Like, everybody was like, what was your outside, business? Sabine, outside, you can't forget outside of Outside of Ian's um, magical performance. Mine? What was, what was your highlight? Uh, like I said, for me, being there was number one, watching you uh, do that panel. I know, I know, I know. Correct. I'm not, I'm gonna give you the real. So watching you, watching you do that panel, watching uh, Kenny Burns react to Jim Jones. Uh, I was talking, I was talking to Kenny yesterday. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Brown and Paula's, uh, that moment of unity amongst women in entrepreneurism was incredible. I think my brother, John Henry lit the stage up. Kwame so lit dope. the stage. It was incredible, and then yeah, and then I watched John put the highlights of his uh, 
his uh, panel up on his Instagram. And then I saw today he put something up with him and Shiggy had dialogue backstage, which was I was like, I hadn't I didn't even know about that moment. But seeing that dialogue between them shout was, to was dope. Yeah. Shout out to Shiggy, who was in the building. Yeah, dope. Um, I think there was there was there was a lot of moments, man. Matt having that moment with his birthday trap when he walked past his daughter saying I'm a daddy that first. Was incredible. Uh, to Tali getting up on stage and killing it, seeing my boys, Francis, from where they came from in last September, this like 2020, when we met them, to have him up on two panels, I thought yeah, was dope. Derek Fer- yeah, Derek Ferguson, who watched yeah. me in church for 10 years, is now coming so to every, So everything was- It was just a bunch of moments, bro. It was so many. It, yeah. was, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Every, what's what's every, yours? Everything was your favorite, then. That's like 10 favorites. I mean, you was going to say everything. Rashad, what was your favorite? <laughs> I, well, like I said, outside of Ian, because I'm not just saying that because he's here, that definitely was a magical moment to see people standing up with them. So I was like, what are they doing? Because I'm backstage, so I couldn't really, un- <laughs> you couldn't really hear that good when you're backstage. And um, I'm seeing people with their phones out. I'm like, I just, I look like a cult. So that was, that was ill for me to see Shout that. Shout out that was, family. I love y'all. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I gotta give. I'm gonna give Ian the MVP. I'm gonna give him the MVP. But you're the Russian judge, so thank you. If, if, <laughs> if there's the co, if there's a co MVP, I gotta give it to my boy 19 Keys, man. Yeah, he 19 and he had a panel. He didn't have like you know he wasn't a, a keynote speaker. He was on a panel, so he had to pick his spots and pick his moments. But um, man, that was when he just. Nah, that was a dominating yeah. performance. Yeah, man. he smoked. He was he was smoked the stage. He was on point from start to finish. He was you know dressed in full FOI garb. He made me mad. I, <laughs> he had the cr- I was so mad. I was. Like, oh, <laughs> he had the yeah. crown on, and he's just on point, man. He was just he was just spitting gems like left and right, and just to see like he, he just it was just a captivating moment. So yeah. that was definitely a very close MVP. Of course, Trapper, that was dope too, to see Trapper yeah. just control the crowd like that. He looked like a rapper. Yo, that's crazy. There. Like we, we, I spoke to him after that. Like the first time he had spoken as far of a large crowd was December 9th, 2020, when we brought him to C- DC. To watch him control a crowd of 4,000 plus, mm-hmm. the way he did, it was amazing to watch, to see the growth, man. So like, that's a moment. Dave Shans, I know we, Ian, you're, I mean, obviously, right? But I Dave finally Shands, had a chance to meet Dave. Dave is so yeah, amazing, man. man. That dude's different, Dave, bro. Shout out to yeah. Dave Shans, my boy. But you, you want to tell shout him? out to Julian Gordon, who made, if there was 4,000 people there, he made 2,000 people say that they're homeless. That was crazy. Julian Gordon, did you see that? Mm-mm. He said, if you are renting, stand up. He said, now, if you rent where you live, stand up. Now, repeat after me. I am homeless. And uh, 2,000 people said, happened. Happened. It really happened. It happened. So shout out, he's a legend. <laughs> he's a legend for even for even pulling something like that off. Oh my God. And, and, pre- and presenting, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> you have to give people information that they've never heard or that shocks the hell out of them. That is brilliant. <laughs> sorry, I didn't know that. I, I can't wait to watch the replay. Like I bought the replay myself. For those, like I'm not caping. Like I bought the replay for myself to watch. Like, I can't wait to. I cannot. Oh, wait. I'm I playing next year already. Yeah, that's. Incredible. I am homeless. I am homeless. Yo, Julian Gordon. That when guy. they told me that at yeah. dinner, I was like, I "Repeat after, repeat after that's me." Different. I am homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna tell him shares. You gonna tell him shares? What happened? What we did with him? 
Oh, Dave Shans. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Dave Shans. This is behind man. the scenes information. Oh, boy, Nobody you know, knows each this. Each panel, I don't even know if Ian knows this, but each panel has 60 minutes. Um, so he did two back-to-back panels. So he actually did 120 minutes. Um, but the last panel, Fabulous was supposed to come at 5:30. Atlanta traffic is bad. So <laughs> F-A-B-O-L-O. Traffic so, is bad in Atlanta on 285. <laughs> That's a fact. So long story short, Fabulous was 90 minutes late. And Dave Shans, we had to add 10 minutes to his panel to give him buffer time. And then Fabulous was another half an hour late. So we ended up adding 20 minutes to Dave Shans' panel without him knowing. I'm just like, put more time on the he clock. Said, he said, Troy, tell him 10 more minutes. I said, bro, I, I went to the, the shout out to the, to the team over at the production. I'm like, 10 more. They looked at me and said, you sure? I said, 10 more. So we ended up, his panel actually ended up being 80 minutes without yeah. him actually knowing what happened. And then it's so crazy because as soon as Fab walked in, he walked, like he literally walked in, we handled some business real quick, couple minutes, he walked on the stage. Like it was a matter of minutes of him walking into the building, walking yeah. on stage. So these are the things that people yeah. never actually even know. It was a smooth shot to him. Yeah. He gave a great performance. Yeah, it was great. Uh, but nobody even knew that we were waiting for him. The- it was a high level of anxiety. <laughs> Y'all know. I thought he was sweating bullets, <laughs> boy. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh my God, what are we gonna do? But the, the crazy part is that Dave thought he was bugging out because he saw 13 minutes and he watched it go down to three and then it said 14 minutes. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then it went down to five and then it went back up to 15. He's like, yo, am I bugging out? Or is it time changing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he dancing like an MVP, shout man. Out, he, shout he, out to Dave. He's yeah, a class act. He's a class act. Yeah, class yeah, act. Shout out to him, man. So, but nah, but like I said, I enjoyed the whole Invest Fest. I enjoyed every single um, person and I enjoyed every panel um, and every performance. Uh, but 19 Keys, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, he's my second tier MVP. Uh, he, he my favorite. I told him before he went on, because tra- the way he trap hyped me up, I'm like, bro, you the best speaker out of all of us. Go up there and dominate. He's like, you think so? I'm like, you better than me, Trap, Matt, Troy, everybody. Go kill. And he he's went up the, there and the, showed out. He's gifted. Showed out. He's, he's amazing. Yep. He's gifted. He's yeah, gifted. We're, we're, watching, we're watching somebody special. We're watching history. Um, and so to be a part of it is just, it's incredible. Yeah, he hasn't yeah, even hit his out. peak yet. That's the, that's the knowledge he knows, like, in his head, I'm yeah. like, bro, you, you're different. He is different, yeah. man. So, yeah. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, I work on a 22. I'm at a rocket there, or something. <laughs> I have already been have uh, people asking me for 2022. A couple people have asked me for the keynote, um, <laughs> to give keynote addresses. So. <laughs> It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun twelve months, man. It's a a lot of people. Look, listen, man. All right, y'all gonna try and take my day. Listen, and I ain't even get to bring in Jabberwockies <laughs> and Stone Cold and Jeezy. I'm going to put on a show show next year. Like, uh, so man. Shout out, oh, shout out fun. to everybody. This is the fun part. This is the fun part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to everybody, man. Ah, oh, man. All right, guys. It's it's eight o'clock somewhere, but it's ten o'clock here in the Eastern. Uh, time ago. So we love y'all. <laughs> Kiss the babies, hug somebody, call somebody, reach out to somebody. Oh, investfest.com. You can buy your tickets for next year also. That's a fact. And and yeah, the uh the replay. The replay. The replay is at investfest.com. Yeah. Love is love, y'all. Janet's got a plan. Hi, Appreciate guys. you, Janet. Shout out to you. Damn.
my brother. I'll hit you tomorrow. Love is love, y'all. Peace. Love y'all. Peace. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.